0: That you would say t-
1: everyone, welcome back to another episode of Top That, your favorite weekly podcast where we discuss a variety of topics. All things under the sun, pop culture, sports, current events, all fun things. We do it in list form. Sometimes we don't do it in list form. Sometimes we draw things out of a hat. Sometimes we do a little improv.
2: That's
1: the twist. That's the twist. The important thing is that
2: we do it. Before I was rudely interrupted. I love doing it.
1: My name is Sabrina. I'm here always with my little brother, Derek. Doing it. And Derek's roommate and my very good friend, Nate. Hello. How are you guys doing tonight?
2: Poop. How's Nate doing tonight? Doing poop.
1: Okay, well, before we get into the sad talk, I guess I should let everybody know really quickly before... Um, where you can find us. Hey,
2: let them know where they can find us.
1: Holler at us on the Instagram page at top that dude on Instagram. That's T O P T H A T D U D E. You can also find us on boomerville, AKA Facebook. Uh, yeah.
0: Uh, just th- deactivated my Facebook. Oh, yeah. I wish I could Nate's do off that. The grid.
1: He, he's on the IG though.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, I, I, which can't. is on my Facebook.
1: Yeah, Facebook's, I mean, it's a, it's a dead technology. It's uh, lots of viruses, lots of f- fake news, lots of boomer shit.
0: Love. Chain mail. Yeah. Right,
1: it is chain letters. God. I had, I saw another lady today who uh, used to be a coworker. She, I would say she's probably in her early 60s. Hacked again. Sorry, don't open anything for me. I mean, it's freaking weekly with all these people. They just open everything <laughs> willy-nilly.
2: I got, a, I got a message from our Aunt Deity and I just saw like the preview. And right. It's like it said Slow Dance a poem about cancer. I'm like I'm not opening that shit. So I did the same thing but I opened it and
1: immediately after I opened it it was this long weird poem. I didn't even read it. I was like fuck this. Thought it was a Fucking virus! So I immediately X out of it and changed my password. <laughs> that
2: has nothing to do with you, Andy. You know I love you. You know right. I think you're Sarah Connor. But have you guys don't...
0: seen? Have you seen the cancer commercials on Hulu?
2: Uh, I
0: told Derek about them. I don't know. There are these cancer commercials on Hulu now that are the most depressing. Like, it's for a type of breast cancer that I'm thinking incurable, and it's to like extend people's young women's lives what? who have this breast cancer yeah and the commercial is it's a just, drug i think so it's just a couple girls going uh like i'm 26 and i have blah 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 breast cancer but i still have so much to do and they're like on the verge of tears i saw it the other night when i was here alone like just trying to calm down for the evening
1: mm-hmm.
0: that was fun jesus yeah
1: Fucking Debbie Downer,
2: Deborah.
0: Downer. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I, that sucks. People have cancer, and people have incurable cancer. I'm sure a lot of young people get it. But to have a crying girl selling your cancer pill, yeah, like, it's fucked up. When yeah. I'm going to bed at 10:30 by post. myself on a Wednesday, get think, out of here.
1: I think it's really strange how many commercials there are for medications. I.
0: Don't I think we're one of the only countries that does it. Right.
1: It's very strange. I don't f- like you're telling people to tell your doctor, you know more than them and give me this drug. Um, And then I also don't like like the songs they choose. It pisses me off. I can't listen to fucking Fleetwood Mac Go your own way now without thinking of fucking diarrhea, internal bleeding, and all the other side effects that's going to happen if I take Zeljans.
2: Yeah. Please, Stevie, please stop selling out on your songs. Right. If you sell Gypsy, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> it's, it's fucked up. I don't like it.
1: But, speaking of meds, Nate should be on some right now because
0: we had a bad day. Speaking about medical things. Right. Hurt my knee for the fourth time
1: Ugh. and like
0: serious right
1: too. it's bad hurt it's not like oh this will buff out later
2: it might buff out but it's, it's a most likely hurt. a surgery Plain, thing. it's buffing out man yeah
1: and he just got surgery just a year and to, a half ago yeah i'm almost done paying that. it off i think it's been what a year and like four months or something
2: Listen, we are exactly six days away from the opening of our indoor soccer league, which we are looking very forward to because me and Nate playing on the same team, that's most likely going away. I'm very bummed about that. The yeah, worst I'm part was bummed. it
0: it wasn't even my fault. Like I told you guys earlier. Some little but,
1: bastard kid can run in India.
0: Yeah. It wasn't like I was out of shape or shouldn't have been doing it or doing something I shouldn't have been doing. So you say dude, run much? hooked my left leg pulled it out from underneath me and my right just crumbled bent okay. inward got a drug sounded like velcro Ugh. gross gross <laughs> oh that makes me get like this
1: like like upchuck reflex in my throat mm-hmm. when you do that <laughs> mm. it just it hurts i bet i bet it looks it, it looks like a chubbier Knee. knee. <laughs> Did he? It's a Did lemon it, knee. Yeah, yeah, let me is, ask you this: it's Did he have? We referenced in what episode
0: three? <laughs> Did the guy at least apologize? Oh, he apologized too much. It's like, okay, you apologize the first time, I appreciate it. You just hurt me, even though it's it's part of the game. It's not your fault. But he apologized like two or three more times after that. After a while, I'm like, dude, I'm not mad at you. Stop apologizing before I get mad at you. You're on the ground. In probably immense pain. It was more... At the time, it wasn't as much the pain. Like, it hurts more now. It was the frustration of knowing I did something bad.
2: So, I've watched firsthand you claw your way back from two knee injuries. Same knee, am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. And not ones like oh I sprained a knee let me ice it like serious you blew out your knee the first time and then a bucket handled tear on your meniscus the second time nailed it both playing your beloved sport of soccer. Yeah. So I've watched you go through months of rehabilitation, a surgery, uh, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars out of your own pocket to yeah. get healthy again. And this last one, I remember you said the doctor told you, okay, you got a choice. You can either keep playing soccer and accrue arthritis in your knee or, you know, stop and get some extra years. And
0: I said I'm, I'm riding it until it falls off. And she actually told me, she's like, good, I thought, I was hoping you'd have that
2: answer. So I've seen you Because I
0: think that's what you're
2: supposed to do. I've yeah. seen you hit the elliptical in the gym every day for about six months. You're finally starting to get healthy again. And you said, almost verbatim, like, I'm going to take it slow because my calf is a little sore. I don't want to get hurt again.
0: And this jack and ape comes out of nowhere, hooking me, bringing me down. But yeah, he apologized like three times. And at the end of it, it was like, again, I'm not mad at you, dude. But I'm very frustrated and mad at this situation and what's happening. Exactly. Yeah. Just Say go away. At
2: that point, it's not even like he's checking on you. He's just trying to make himself feel better. Right. Right. Ugh.
1: Ugh, that, was, that was terrible news. So Derek told me as I was pulling in basically to the apartment today. And I told him uh, what I texted you, Nate, this morning. I sent you a text that said, yeah. score lots of goals. And then you told me that you're feeling a little sore and tired and you didn't know how hard you were really going to go. And so I said, well, at least I hope you have fun and no injuries. Boom.
0: Every time. Boom have- injuries. <laughs> fucking take my soul.
1: Oh, And I- it sucks because it. the sad part is, is that. Earlier, Nate said my career is over, which is sad because you know when somebody says if you love something so much, why don't you marry it? I feel like Nate would marry soccer if he could. A hundred percent. If
0: it was a thing I could marry, I'd marry. Right. It. And now you now you can't. Yeah. I'm gonna just start coaching or something.
2: I, yeah. Can't play anymore. I've had to make bad news to Sabrina a few times, and it's always been the same way. It goes through a long conversation of nothing, like we were talking about, like. Uh, you just get an town you going to Wenka. oh I'm on 1 I'm gonna go to Safeway and oh what are you gonna get first side for the salmon uh, and I okay cool well I'm just pulling in I'll talk to you later listen full disclosure <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: that's exactly we're how we're having a went.
2: bad night I was here. like oh no I go, I, and, and like my voice kind of like went up and Nate tore his knee again same one oh. that
0: oh no you just did exactly how my mom reacted on no. the
2: phone no <laughs> oh no <laughs> I here here's how it went for me. Uh, Nate texted me. Well, first off, I heard him leave. I was sleeping when he left for his tournament this morning, and I texted him. Pretty afternoon. Fuck you. (laughs) Uh, It was ten (laughs) thirty. I know. And I texted him, and I was like, "Send me the schedule." And he sent me the schedule, and then I was like, "Do you have an address?" Um, So he first texted
0: me. He's like, "Hey, uh, what time are your games? I might try and come see one." I was like, "There were short games too. They, I think I told you fourteen, but there were sixteen minute games.
2: So they were only eight
0: minute halves. Yeah." And it's futsal, which I don't know if you know what that is. Uh-uh. It's basically, think of like if you, you watch this play indoor. Uh-huh. Smaller indoor on a basketball court about the size of a basketball court. What? But there's no walls and the goals are smaller. So it's a lot of like skill. It's really fun. It's quick and it's but anyway, so he so, texted me that and I was like, I don't know if it's worth coming
2: for just one. It's really short. And then I was like, do you have an address? And then the next text i got was dude i'm coming home period injured period Ugh. and I immediately, I immediately thought about his knee right and so i wrote back is it your ankle <laughs> yeah it wasn't even that <laughs> it
0: was you just know. ankle question mark
2: oh and he goes you nope. knew yeah uh. he goes nope i go
0: <laughs> how bad oh. i was like bad enough that i'm not playing anymore
2: or something i can't remember what i said and then i said oh fuck
0: yeah, so I'm thinking I tore my meniscus again. So
1: I'm sorry, Bob. That's, that's all I'm tough. doing. That's
2: yeah. tough. And just like I just I like it's. I mean, I almost feel, I don't know what it's like having kids, but I almost felt like a parent. Like, I'm like, oh, he's finally back. He's worked so hard. And then just the fucking wind out of my sails. Like, no. You want your friends to su-
1: succeed and be healthy. And that's right. a pas- Derek, like a huge passion of Nate. So that's a, that's a big blow.
0: Derek has taken care of me today, though. He's yeah, been he's a very been good in,
2: roommate. Yeah, I got him
0: drugs. Good. Well, don't say that. It's okay. They don't, I got know, them, they don't know your last I name. I got him legal
2: <laughs> medical marijuana from a dispensary in the state of Oregon. It's true. Yeah, it sense.
1: would sound worse if you said I got Nate a bottle of vodka.
0: <laughs> you know yeah. what else I could use tonight, though? What? Something our list is very closely tied to. I could use a good
2: '90s comedy.
1: Ooh, Whoa. I could also use a good '90s comedy. Speaking Let's talk of 90s about comedy, '90s
2: comedy, right? What's our list about today, Nate?
0: It's about our top five '90s comedies.
1: Our favorite 90s comedy. Favorite,
2: favorite 90s, 90s comedies. comedies.
0: comedies. So and we, for all of you, that's 1990s, not
2: 1890s. We all had the just same conversation about this. When we started doing our research, we realized pretty fucking quick how hard this one was. There yeah, is a lot of a, people confuse 1890s so, with 1990s. It's yeah, really if you weird. guys don't remember the 90s, it's damn near the golden age of comedies. Damn near the golden age of movies. Movies.
0: I was just going to yeah. say that. The movie, I did not realize how many good movies came right. out. So there so we were in the 90s.
1: originally going to do our favorite movies just in general from the 90s. 90s just 90s movies and we were blown away right fucking quick oh no this is gonna be way too hard so we had to freaking separate it out so just so you guys have a heads up we're gonna be doing 90s 80s Maybe seventies, maybe the aughts, but we're gonna we're gonna go categories. We're doing comedies. We're gonna do dramas. We're gonna do scary action, adventure, stuff. Scary action stuff, adventure, scary stuff. Scary stuff. Ding, oh. uh, feel good family movies.
2: I mean, thrillers, right? We're doing oh, all family of it. movies. There's there, a lot of good family movies in oh, the nineties. Yeah. There's something crazy that at one time in the same uh, stretch, like in the same week, it's Jurassic Park. Toy Story, The Shawshank Redemption, Pulp Fiction are all in the movie theater at the same time. Wow. Holy yeah. Moses. Yeah, like that era of good movies.
0: So yeah.
1: Yeah, it's
2: it's
0: it, it, it's pretty
1: crazy. And TV was so good too um in the 90s. I mean, there's it Signed really out. was. I know a lot of people think that you know the the usually people's favorite seasons of Saturday night live are when they were in high school. That's not the case for me. Mine was the early mid nineties when Spade and Farley and Sandler first got on. That to me was the golden years. And then Schneider, Farrell, uh, Farrell got on not too long after that. Sherry O'Terry was on there. Um, Phil Hartman was still on there. I mean that to me was the golden shit. Molly and Shannon, TV, yeah, TV was so Chris good Kattan. then. Oh, I fucking love Chris Kattan.
0: I will say though, I'm gonna make the argument that if you count streaming, right now is the best TV.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, TV is phenomenal right That's now. That's
0: what, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, I know what you're saying, but right in terms of like what eras TV is the best right now. There yeah. is so much good TV everywhere.
1: In the technology is, yeah. has added so much to it. It's the amazing. The production. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's amazing. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's super exciting to watch TV now. I am getting excited about things. Um, HBO. HBO's yeah, HBO's HBO killing is killing it. HBO is killing it. HBO, I feel like, has always been killing it. They've always been kind of cutting edge. Um, and <laughs> the cat. <laughs> oh, the cat is just all up in the shit. Um, we got a podcast kitty. Um,
0: I think he, likes- he thinks there's a bug over the equipment. He likes to come into the, the flashing studio. lights. lights.
1: Um, b- before we get into the list, I just have to say, just to paint you guys a picture that are listening. So,
0: Oh, yeah. Good things that happened have, to me
1: this week. Yeah. If you have been listening to us for a substantial amount of time, first off, thank you. Uh, Second off, you've probably noticed that we have gotten some new uh, equipment and our sound quality is a lot better. And we podcast normally in Nate's room. And it was kind of uh, just kind of thrown together kind of a thing. We rallied around one mic. Now we've got three mics. He bought uh, an extension on his desk. We usually light a candle. He's got multiple...
0: Remote activated remote
1: activated LED candles that are just flickering so nicely. I mean, we really got the whole mood set here. It's, it's very nice. It looks like
2: an episode of euphoria.
1: Yeah, just plug that into your brain right now.
2: I guess I'll take that.
1: Yeah, it's very nice.
0: Yeah, I got a new desk. I went from a four-foot desk to a six-and-a-half-foot desk. And I still got the extension of the four-foot desk. So we're That's using that type. as like a little
2: L desk. Yeah. He's pretty much got mega desk that Dwight has from the office. Pretty much.
1: It's pretty great.
0: So let's, uh, should we get into it? Well, yeah,
1: let's Absolutely. do this. I'm excited for this list. I mean, One I feel sec- like I've talked about probably a lot of these movies already, but it's just too good.
0: Yeah, and I I have a feeling we're going to pepper in some that would probably be on the list just from talking throughout this whole thing. And then afterwards, we're probably going to have a good extended list. Right.
2: I'm worried about us having to table each other. I don't think so. I'm almost positive you and me have one.
0: Okay. A lot of times when I do these lists, and I'm sure you guys do too. There are some I would put on mine, but I know one of you is going to have it.
2: Right. right. Like, so I leave it off. Well, for example, we we had a talk before this. None of us put The Big Lebowski. Right. And that would be my number one. Exactly. And that's but we've why talked about it so I, much.
1: I love The Big Lebowski so, so much, and it's such a fucking just a diamond of a movie. But I know that that's your favorite movie, so I would always let you have it.
0: Well, and also what we talked about, why none of us put it on there is... You know, we like to talk about new things for you. Right. We like to keep you intrigued. It's and if not we just all, talked about,
1: you know, Beetlejuices and Lebowskis and. Blowjobs and nipple pinches. They're they're Dirty a part sinchesis. of our everyday. It's about podcasting. love. It's
2: exactly. about connection. Exactly. It's not about just a rusted trombone or <laughs> yeah. alligator alligator fuck house. <laughs> that's what he's, I that's Shit stained balls. Yeah. Moosh, please just stop. Alligator fuck house. That's a
1: good one. And he me one up. of those.
2: Me and Julian looked that up one time. I forget what it is, but when he with his little like Middle Eastern accent, Second. "with alligator fuck house." <laughs> No, it's not about rusty trombone.
1: Uh, that one wouldn't make it on the '90s list. But uh, who wants to start us off?
2: I'll start us off.
1: Go, Derek. Here we go, Derek. Here we go. Psh, psh.
2: Good work head. on the snap.
1: Yeah. Didn't even talk about that. I know.
2: That's
3: good. Derek,
1: what's your five?
2: My number five is Derek. Bu- what's your five? Fucking leaving. <laughs> My number five is Bowfinger.
3: Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) Oh, I know you're going to hate this, but Dad loves that movie, too. Why would I hate that? I don't know, because you hate Dad. Yeah, well, that goes without saying. (laughs) Have
0: you ever seen Bowfinger? You What? I said, hey, have you ever seen Bowfinger?
2: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Next question. What's your five? Just kidding. Yeah, I okay, I feel like that was a little diamond in the rough. Like I don't think it's a very popular movie. Like it was I don't think it killed the box office, but it was like I didn't see it when it came out, but I discovered it and it's it's fucking hilarious. I
1: did see it in the box office at the Columbian Theater in this one of the small ones. <laughs> um, but I don't remember thinking it was funny, granted. I was in junior high and maybe my comedy you know tastes were different but you love that movie dad loves that movie Eddie Murphy looks hysterical in it that's the one where he has the braces
2: right yeah Yeah. when Eddie Murphy has the braces I feel like that's like there's an Eddie Murphy in the world right now and it's like he looks like Vincent Price with a little pencil mustache (laughs) and that's like Old Eddie Murphy, and then there's Beverly Hills Cops, sexy Eddie Ugh, Murphy. I
1: love that Eddie Murphy.
2: I wanna, I wanna think that like <laughs> Bowfinger Eddie Murphy was the last Eddie Murphy before he transitioned into like w- weird. Let's go buy.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: let's go buy a, a a birthday present at that weird magic shop that's probably gonna be cursed because <laughs> that dude's the devil. <laughs> it was like the last piece of eddie murphy before it turned into full like weird eddie murphy where you just stopped like making funny movies
1: vincent murphy
2: yeah but for those of you um that haven't seen the movie it's steve martin plays uh a director that can't catch a break and they decide to make a movie um and the, the big star in Hollywood, his name is Kit Ramsey, and that is Eddie Murphy. And they get this, like, idea like – like, he tries to get Kit Ramsey in the movie, and obviously Kit Ramsey turns him down because he has, like, a $3,000 budget, and he has to, like, borrow everything – He gets a whole crew of Mexican immigrants um, that are running from the border. It's a very racist scene that are running from the border. He gets them in the back of a van, and then, like, that's his crew. Jesus. Like, that's his movie crew, and then, like, he borrows everything. He's able to, like, finesse his way into everything. So when he goes up to Kit Ramsey and he, like, hands him the script, obviously Kit tells him to fuck off. So he has this idea that he's like, okay, we only actually need the star of this movie for eight scenes. Here are the eight scenes. We just start rolling. Walk up to them, say your lines, walk away. It's pretty much what the gist of the movie is And like <laughs> it's them trying to make a movie without the like number one Hollywood like main A-list star. knowing. And it's fucking hilarious.
1: That uh the idea that you just described about the uh the immigrants and the van thing may <laughs> sparked an idea in my brain just now. I wanted to say say this for later but we should do top five scenes that would not fly today. Oh, oh yes. Because we are in such a heightened sensitive, you know, culture. There are so many things, especially in the eighties, but in the nineties as well, that just scenes throughout movies that would never fly today. I mean, including stand up too. So that's safe for later, but so keep your eyes and ears open for that one. Folks who are listening, we're going to do some, uh, Lists on what you
0: can't say now. Song of the South.
2: Uh, so, yeah, Bowfinger. And, um, you know, his movie obviously becomes a success. And, yeah.
3: And that's the end.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's been and everybody loves Happily After After. really is. Very nice. Good gifts coming out of that movie. Yeah. The uh, Eddie uh, Murphy. When he smiles. Is- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Searching your gifts, everybody. Bowfinger.
0: Bowfinger.
1: Uh, I'll go next. Unless okay, you want to go next. No, go for You it. like being last night. I do. Um, Listen, my-
2: let me interrupt you real fast. Um, so I'm assuming that we're going to have the same movies. So if one of us has a table, don't go, ah, fuck, that's my number one. Just say table. Like, don't give it up that what number it is. Okay. Deal. Okay.
1: Deal. I can deal with that.
2: And I'm actually positive because I just looked at can you looked, deal I, with that. I, Don't looked, why
1: are you looking at my? I list? looked
2: over your shoulder. I saw it. I'm Eyes sorry. On your okay, so I definitely. Paper, okay, we one have, have, of the same God,
1: can't live one goddamn day of my own life. I'm going to
2: take a dump and wipe with your uh, hair. I'm fucking telling mom. I'm going to wipe with your hair. Wow. Oh. Wow.
1: Everybody, go on Derek's Instagram, Derek Danzel on Instagram, and just shit all over it.
2: I'm going to wipe with your hair and make your hair small better. <laughs> oh. Doo doo paper. Wow. What's your five, Brandon? Before May I fucking be happy. Lose you
1: us. don't have any siblings. Uh, my number five. Brandon, what's your five? My number five comedy from the '90s is The Wedding Singer. I,
3: I love love love. fucking
1: love this movie. I actually swapped this out last minute. Uh, swapped it because I had another really funny movie in there, but mm. this one, this one, I just watched it again, like probably three days ago on the plane. I watch a lot of the same movies on the plane. I've watched Beetlejuice about 10, 12 times on the plane. But I watched The Wedding Singer. The intro is one of the best intros. It's arguably one of the best Adam Sandler movies he's ever done. The only other... Oh, I guess there's two that rival it. Happy Gilmore and Big Daddy. But uh, what?
0: There's another one for me. What? Billy.
1: Oh, Billy Madison. Yeah, that's not... I... I re- Love and respect that movie, but that's not fighting for my top spot. This is the greatest night of my life. (laughs) I do love that line. Um, But one of the greatest intros, the fucking cast, who a lot of them are all return characters, but Steve Buscemi's character, the fucking drunk brother of the groom.
0: Steve Buscemi always kills in the movies. Oh, he's great. I mean, he kills uh, normally.
2: Got a little newsflash for you, pop. Harrelson so perfect. I've been a best man three times in my life, and I think all three times I've sent the video to the like the incoming bride. I'm like, hey, here's a little preview of my speech. Best man, it better, better be- man, Ow! <laughs> <laughs>
1: and the drunk guys. Yeah. guys, Wait. drunk as shit. George. Oh god. Did George, signed this. George, sign this? it's just such a good movie, and there's so many things about it that are so fucking funny. The villain is
2: funny. villain's such a good prick. God, I fucking Sammy's hate Sammy's hilarious, Robbie. the best friend. Robbie. Robbie Robbie Hart. Is it Robbie Hart?
1: Robbie Hart and Glenn Guglia. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Glenn Guglia. Right. Julia's his name's
1: going to be Julia, Julia Guglia. Guglia. That's funny.
2: Why is that funny? I don't know. <laughs> you could write a song about it. You could call it... I got punched in the nose for sticking my face in other people's business.
1: Sounds like a country song.
2: That fucking movie is gold. When that old man takes a swing at Glenn and like <laughs> taps him, what are you doing?
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. I used to be a lot stronger. <laughs> it's so good. When and he Sammy's has the beer in his him. hand... Sammy's trying to teach him the freaking
2: uh, moonwalk in the bar. <laughs> when he has the beer in the hand and they get into that argument and he goes... She'd rather go to bed with a real man, not some punk orphan or some shit like that. (laughs) He just very calmly puts his beard down in the corner of the alley. Well, I've been in one fight before and I kicked his ass.
1: (laughs) That was in the sixth grade.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I
1: just love everything about that movie. It's so good. Do Do yourself a
2: favor. Put it on. You won't regret it. If you're trapped under a fucking rock and you haven't seen The Wedding Singer... Do yourself a favor and go watch arguably the best Adam Sandler movie that there is, and I'm talking good Adam Sandler, not the 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 fucking pussy the Netflix. cobbler, yeah, the cobbler, or don't mess with the Zohan, or the Ridiculous Six, or the Do Over.
0: He he may
2: have one coming up though. Oh. That I content. Wait. Okay, can, can we pause for a second and and pat myself on the back real quick? Because I've been telling these guys for years because we've all been solely watching the decline of Adam Sandler. I want to call it a decline because I think he's just like making him and his friends money. It's like a sellout a little yeah, bit. Yeah,
1: yeah it's like, very stagnant. Like I, he's been yeah. writing
2: the same exact. Isn't there been sound bites of- where he's like, I'm on vacation on a beach shooting this movie. Uh, right with my friends, I'm making she, money. I mean, just, just go I can't with blame it, was, it, was for it. That movie was, which actually is fine, really good. but we're not getting. Which the... Just
1: go with it, with Jennifer Aniston. There's Nick a couple Swartz. that aren't.
2: Fifty First Dates is pretty good. I love that one. Yeah, that's right? a great one. But we, we've been beyond those for about yeah. a decade. Yeah, grown up. That's that's what, that's what we're talking about because the the level of Happy Gilmore and and Billy Madison. We're not. We, we don't have those anymore. But I've been saying for a while, like. Quentin Tarantino, because Quentin Tarantino almost used him. He wanted to use him for the bear Jew that eventually went to Eli Roth
0: in In *Inglorious Bastards*.
2: The one that beats uh, one of the Nazis to death with a baseball bat.
0: This is one of those things, though. That role, I can never see him as that because Eli Roth killed it. Please explain the
2: joke. Is someone someone on Reddit? I can't give him credit. This is one of the funniest things I've ever heard. But after that was like explained that like. You know, Adam Sandler was almost a bear Jew. And if you guys remember that scene where, like, Hirschfelder goes up to the guy, like, oh, uh, 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 bring in the bear Jew or something like that. You hear the bat start banging. He's, like in the dark tunnel. Yeah. And the guy, and you would hear Adam Sandler's voice, Tally who? discovered <laughs> and, and then Hirschfelder, oh, I'll be shit in my pants if I was you. Scobber <laughs> <Sabadoo! laughs> and he comes out and he's just <laughs> ripped Eli Manning but not Eli Manning but Eli Roth but my my whole Eli point Manning of this would be was funny. I've been telling my dudes like I feel it in the, my back pocket that either Quentin Tarantino or someone is gonna come And use him for maybe a bit part somewhere or something where Adam Sandler is going to surprise us all and be like, "Whoa, where the hell has that been? That's the fucking like, how come that? How come we haven't seen that lately?" This trailer that we've seen, all three of us have seen for Uncut Gems. There it is.
1: It looks looks phenomenal. Great. It looks phenomenal. Derek,
2: Derek has
0: literally been saying this for years. Yeah, and it's one
1: of those things that I know I talked about in one of our earlier podcasts. That that reversal or juxtaposition of roles, taking a comedic actor and putting them in a drama, like I really, really wish that we would have been able to see what Chris Farley would have done. Um, but this is exactly that. This is Chris or uh, Adam Sandler who has done everything under the sun. That's romantic comedy, slapstick comedy, buddy comedy, all of that. we've never seen him in a serious role
2: I don't want to half-ass explain it so if you're listening right now just pop on you. I know you're on your phone right now so just pop on YouTube and uh, search for the trailer for Uncut Gems right and And then turn it. it's from a studio called A24 that they've just been pumping out gold right and left A24 kills it Yeah. yeah
1: they're great Shout out A twenty four. Shout
2: out A twenty. Let me uh before we move on real quick, give me give me two seconds of search. I want to find out the good list of movies that A twenty four Studios has done.
0: The other good uh, mid Adam Sandler. I feel like Adam, Adam Sandler's career has gone in phases. He had his young, goofy,
1: troublemaking, funny, yep, yeah.
0: troublemaking comedies. Moved into a young mid adult. Uh, like rom-com s- Kind of silly Kind of deadbeat Who turns it around type Like good guy s- Right
1: Thing Yeah
0: And now he's getting in Like he went into like his I don't give a fuck anymore Netflix Sure I'll pump this out
1: Right Right Just pump and dump
0: Yeah what's his uh, Paul Blart What are you doing Kevin James Come over right. here I got a yeah. roll for you Right
1: I mean the, Some of the worst
0: But I was Sorry Before I forget The middle one that I was going to talk about, Mr. Deeds. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, That's borderline for me kind of where I was starting to fall off. Like, I think Mr. Deeds is funny, but it's not, like, the greatest thing. My favorite part about that movie is, uh, is it John Turturro? Yes. Yeah. Very, very sneaky.
0: You let me change your socks. Yeah. (laughs) I can love that.
2: He plays such a good role in uh, everything he's in. Yeah. Rounders, though yeah he's great yeah um real quick uh so the movies that a24 which is kind of like a little niche uh you know it's obviously universal or or paramount movies but they've popped out uh moonlight who won best movie uh they've done everything with ari aster his last two movies which is hereditary and midsummer they did the witch and it comes at night so they're doing good horror movies um they did ladybird who also won won a a ton of awards ton of awards um Shout di- out, Aunt Jackie. Oh, The Disaster Artist. Nice. Yeah, and then Ex Machina. Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah. Great one. So, that's a great movie. Yeah. I got a good group of movies here. So uh, they, did the Amy, a, oh, they did the Amy. Oh, the Amy documentary is yeah. so
1: good. Amy mm-hmm. Winehouse,
2: check it out, you guys. The Spectacular Now. Miss. Oh, I saw Mississippi Grind. Yeah, that was good. Tusk with, uh, come on, who did Clerks? Yeah. Yeah, that dude. So he's yeah, no uh, Roy Donk. Yeah, he's not Roy Donk. <laughs> what is his name?
0: Jay and Tyler Bob. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, Kevin Smith. Yeah, Kevin there Smith. it is, Kevin Smith. There it is. Do you want to say Kevin
2: Spacey? No. God, no.
1: <laughs> what am I, a 12-year-old
2: boy? Uh, but uh, Wedding Singer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Not, I love
2: the Wedding Singer. It's
0: tough to compete with.
1: Oh, it's so funny. It what makes I lo- me
2: laugh every time. We
0: say this a lot, but what I love about our list is... They're also, we get ones where like me and Sabrina will have similar and Derek's way out there. We'll get somewhere. I feel like mine are going to be a little, not out there, but they're going to be way different from some years. My number five is Cool Runnings. Oh, I love that movie. It's just, it's one of those ones. It's not the funniest thing in the world, but it's just one that I, I enjoy watching. It's a classic
2: watch. I think about that movie every time I lay over in Calgary. And I'm just, I how think, can you not? I think about some like when I'm waiting for my van, I'm like, is this where Dougie Doug stood? <laughs> like, <laughs> if you don't know what Cool Runnings is about, go out. It's such a good thing. Run a good. VCR.
0: It's a it's great movie. feel good movie. John. Rent a, rent a big tube TV and get John the Candy. VHS. Of John Candy cool is
1: such a dreamboat.
0: National treasure.
1: Ugh. John Candy. And we're talking Canadian yeah. national treasure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know
0: what I would have loved to see? What? John Candy, uh, uh, Chris Farley, dad-son movie. Ooh.
1: How about Chris Farley, John Candy, and John Belushi, father and two sons?
0: Oh, God. Wouldn't
1: that be great? Or father, the two brothers are half-brothers. They have different moms with the same deadbeat dad. (laughs)
0: John Candy is not a Debbie dad. John Candy, oh. the kids are two fuck ups, and John okay. Candy is trying to they hold got it Debbie together. Moms. <laughs> who's the You, <laughs> you ever who's, seen who's Uncle your, Buck?
1: Who's your cast yeah. right there? Say that again. John Candy's the right. dad. Chris Farley and John
0: Belushi are the, are the
2: brothers. They're
1: step brothers or half brothers. Half brothers. Yeah.
0: Huh. Your mom sucks. <laughs> right.
2: I, w- I want to plug John Goodman in there somewhere. Ooh, Uncle. Oh, yeah. John that- Candy's brother. Brother, brother. No, brothers don't uh, shake hands.
0: John Candy finally got rid of those two women because he's gay. John Goodman's his lover.
2: Ooh, young John. What a twist! Crisscross.
0: cross uh, but yeah, cool runnings. It's it's such a it's a lovely movie. It's funny.
2: It's, it's very uplifting. Anything I, that's Disney that's based on a true story is always gonna like tug at your heartstrings. Oh, good. It's so good.
0: And if you haven't seen it and don't know what it's about, it's about. A Jamaican bobsled team that actually competed in the Olympics. It's a true
2: story. There, there was a commercial that I saw. I've tried to YouTube it before, but I can't find it. And uh, it was like an inspirational commercial. And it was either for like American Express or for the Olympics. Mastercard, maybe, maybe. And it was like you're trying to put it together. And they're out. It's a sporting event. And they're outside, and it's like. People carrying something and they're watching, and you're like, "Wait a minute, I've kind of seen this before." And then you fucking realize it's actually the real Jamaicans carrying their bobsled, like, like in real life. Like that's what the movie was based. I feel like, wait a minute, oh shit, that really happened. That's what's going on. And it's like, quite, there's not a slow clap, but it's just like that building of emotion. That building of emotion, and you're like, you, you're actually watching the real thing, like. It's, they don't explain it. There's not a subtitle that's like actual, like 1988, right. like whatever. You gotta piece it together on your own. You gotta piece it. It's one of those, like, where it's more rewarding if you put it together on your own. Yeah. And you're like, holy cow. If you're in the
1: club, you yeah. know.
2: If Hey, push a T voice. If you know, you know. John Candy, though, the coach. I use so the, the, the
0: the egg quote all the time. Hey, Sanka, you dead? Hey, do me a favor. Y'all, no, yeah, man.
2: When this goes to editing, uh, just, just put, push it to you over my voice there.
0: <laughs> you can go pee now. Thanks, bud. You want uh, to kiss my egg?
2: Cool runnings, number five. It's a yeah, great that's choice. It's a, a good cast. Uh, the, the angry, like, muscle on the team was Malik Yoba, who was, uh, the black guy in New York on a cover. Do you remember that show? I loved that oh, show. Such a good show. The main oh. guy's been in a couple of things too, hasn't he? Leon, he was, um, Remember when I showed you the video for the very start of Above the Rim? Yeah, that was him.
1: I forgot about that show, New York Undercover. Yeah. That was a sick. That show. was a
2: movie, or that was a show that like you, me, Anthony, and Mom, and th- sometimes Dad would watch. We'd all kind of watch it that together, was a family and, show. Yeah, but, like we would sit at the foot of their bed, and I would come, and it was like a late night thing. It was like on nine and ten Ugh. back when, like we actually had a bedtime. So good. And normally it would be like get your asses into bed, but like New York Undercover was on. Like, right, uh, okay. That
0: guy, he played 10 more minutes. Yeah.
2: That was a great role in uh, Cool
1: Runnings, though. And who was the, wasn't there like a Carlton type? Very yep, much. So. Okay. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. He was the rich guy of all That's of them. That's right. And he was a sprinter one. that tripped the the right. muscle. Muscle and yeah, Leon. Yeah. And yeah. Leon. Yeah, and he, Leon. He hated yeah. and him. Leon was the one that was like, hey, guys, this is our second chance. Let's try and do this. The muscle didn't want to do it. The rich kid, I think, was half into it, but. His dad didn't want him to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then
2: he ended up selling his car and to get all the money to go. And where did they find Senka?
0: Right. And Senka, I think, is just oh, uh, no, Sank- his friend.
2: No, Senka, he's the best push cart like, driver. Oh, that's the- right.
0: Yeah. That's right. Yeah, he
2: does a little soapbox derby thing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. right. I want to watch that now. <laughs> right.
0: Right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Top five. Right.
2: The oh. best part is when fucking Malik was like, I got dreams. I'm going here. It's going to be my house. And it's a picture of Buckingham Palace. <laughs> Du- a Dougie Doug starts <laughs> laughing. At him. Yeah, you're gonna go live with the Queen of England or <laughs> shit like that. Just start clowning on him. And then Carlton comes over. I don't think it's dumb. Yeah. Aww. I think it's a fine dream. Oh, great
0: movie. So good. That great, is a great right, movie. I want to go watch that right now.
2: Right, good choice. Inspirational, funny. Right. Yeah. Anytime Disney, uh, Disney did Invincible, Marky Mark played Vince Papali. <laughs> oh. I wish heavyweights was a real story. Should pop my shirt. Off. God damn, I should have popped my shirt off.
1: Pop
0: off.
2: Uh, Running with the form of a gazelle. Yeah. Okay. Derek, what's your four? Yeah. Derek? What's your four? All right. All right. Can you tell four, us what our four is? Yeah, you ready for this, mm-hmm. Brina? My number four is Daisy Confused.
1: Oh, bastard. Table.
2: Okay, Brina, you go. Uh ah.
1: my number four.
2: Is Wayne's World? Wait, hold on. Piss off, real quick. What? You I'm sliding in. Yeah, I'm sliding in. Okay. there we my go. My number, f- my number. four. I just talked about three seconds ago. Heavyweights. Ah. Oh, oh, yeah. Table. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. 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 Um. We said table. <laughs> no shit. Okay. All right, Brina, go.
1: <laughs> Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Party time. Party time. Excellent. I fucking love this movie so much. I've watched it so many times. It's one of the greatest movies to come out of Lauren Michaels. Yeah, I think
2: that's. Uh, it was
1: uh, Mike Myers' first movie.
2: That was and, it, really? Uh-huh. Yeah, I did it, not know that. that yeah. Night at the Roxbury are I think are neck and neck for the two best movies to come out of Saturday Night Live. Right, so I'm good. assuming you don't have Roxbury on there, I don't. But I, I love almost put that, that on movie. There. I almost night at the Roxbury
1: my... is that's fucking comedy
2: gold. You, him, you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> him, God. <laughs> When when Michael does that in the office, and he start like chest pumping the. Big <laughs> you you guy. me me, you, me you, you you me you 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 me ah! Oh my there god. There is something that like me and Jake Bug will always die at, uh, and from the Wayne's World, it's at the very start of the movie, and I quote it all the time. Anything gets banged on. It's oh my god! <laughs> it's when the it's, the show's starting. It's like all right, we got a great new show, and something starts sparking in like, the equipment. The, the equipment in the and background. Terry, Terry, like the 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 grip, the like the cameraman, guy. starts hitting the piece of machine with a wrench. Just tow, 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 and then like Wayne uh, Wayne looks at the camera and breaks the fourth wall, like with a Jim Halpert shrug. Like what? <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> Like that, just like, and that's all it is. And they like they don't acknowledge they keep going. the spark, yeah, they yeah. don't acknowledge the spark or anything like that. But it's just like, all right, we got a great new, <laughs> and he just looks at the camera like this, and he's like, Garth, how you doing today? But that, like, anytime like the ice uh, maker in the fridge makes a noise or something like that, I'll just, all right, we got a great new show, and then anyone like gets it.
1: One of the things I love about that movie when they plug in scenes with all of the the. Uh the sound guys or the grips of the people that work on the show with them, the the voices that they put.
2: oh man. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, oh, oh man, come, come man. on. He does this every <laughs> yeah. Friday. Yeah, I know exactly it's, which one because I I hear that that almost that pierces everything. I know right. it's coming. Oh man, oh, oh man, come yeah, on. Yeah, it's so good.
1: I love um I didn't find this out until way later, but uh Who's the guy um, that runs the um, the arcade? Noah, no Vanderhoff. Yeah, that's uh, Brian Doyle Murph or Murray, which that, it, that's Bill Murray's older brother.
2: I saw that guy today, not not what? in person. Oh. oh, but when I went, I was <laughs> like, what? I went shopping uh, today, and while I was waiting for my my thing that I was buying, um, Groundhog's Day was on. Ugh. So there's a scene and he where he plays the mayor. Yeah. Well, there's a scene where he, yeah, he plays the mayor, but he just like walks up to him in a restaurant when he's choking and like right. pops it out. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's his brother.
1: Yep. And he's also the uh, kind of the boss of all the caddies in Caddyshack.
2: I think he has a bit part and uh, he plays like the captain in the episode of Family Guy when they're looking for Daggermouth. Nice. Yeah. I love that role. Uh, Daggermouth. Freaking, Come bust a move with the games that are played. It's chill. It's fresh. It's Noah's Arcade. This guy hmm. blows goats. What do you think?
1: The freaking scene where uh, they try to tell Garth that they're going to do advertisements. And he runs through all those ads. Or him and Wayne do it. <laughs> they run yeah. through Pepsi. It's they like, do Reebok. <laughs> they
2: do Doritos. It's like people only <laughs> do things because they get paid. And that's just really sad. Well, I can't talk about it anymore. It's giving me a headache.
1: Here, take two of these. Oh, uh, Nuprin. Little. little
2: yellow. Different. <laughs> so. Good. You know what? Hey, you don't have a choice. Or is, what does he say? It's your yes. choice.
1: Yeah. And it's the choice of a new generation. <laughs> bet he can.
2: It's so It's The good. choice of the next generation. <laughs>
1: the freaking speaking of uh the banging on shit when when Roblo comes down and starts talking to Garth, and Garth has got his weird helmet on and he's messing with that fucking robot hand. Yeah. And the robot hand starts going crazy. The, they, have such the creepiest,
2: they have such the creepiest score when <laughs> yeah. Roblo is trying to talk to him. You know, Garth, when I look at you, I just laugh. And laugh.
1: <laughs> it's kind and of like a new so pair of
2: underwear. Wanted to run a couple things by you. We're going to make a couple changes. We fear change. Change. We fear change.
3: so
1: fucking funny. Rob uh, Lowe plays such
2: a prick. Right. Good
0: nineties villain. Oh, great
2: nineties villain. Villain.
1: villain. The fucking where he's ordering the fucking Cantonese food yeah. on the phone. Why? Uh, Don't you drink a Mountain Dew, Pepsi Cola.
2: <laughs> Equally. Christopher Walken, away. D- hold up, is any is Wayne's World two on anyone's list? No. Okay, no. equally, Wayne's World, uh, Christopher Walken is is just great villain. villain.
1: He does so, he does like, at, blah, 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 blah. so good.
2: At the end, when uh, like Wayne's running from him after breaking up their wedding, and they see each other in the stairwell, mm-hmm. <laughs> Christopher Walken just looks like punk. Is he <laughs> retired? I fucking hope not. I know. I, I hope haven't not seen some. He hasn't him done in anything a in a while.
1: Time. I don't know. Let's look into that. If anybody knows where Christopher Walken right is, chime in.
2: The uh, the fight in. I know we're talking about Wayne's World one, but just real quick, one more the fight in Wayne's World two that he has with uh, the uh, dad. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, I have a call waiting. Right. <laughs> Hello. That's so good. I love it, that.
1: Oh, the best freaking scene in Wayne's World two is when they go to that fucking roadie's house in England and get him, and then he comes back and he's telling the story. Anthony and I talk about this fucking line all the time. He's like, uh, "We," uh <laughs> he starts telling the story about, we had to go get a uh, hundred brown M&Ms or Ozzy wouldn't go on stage. So we had to go to a sweet shop around the corner and it was closed and we bust in and there was a Bengal tiger. <laughs> Yeah, we had to beat him with his own shoot. That whole fucking... i just fucked up that line, but it's so damn funny. That's a great movie too, but Wayne's World one to me takes
2: the cake, and the the, the soundtrack is amazing. It's a yeah. It's There's so, so much music. Were like, I was, I was naive enough as a young kid, like less than 10, was like, oh man, this song that Tia Carrera is singing called Fire.
1: I know. That's you know, so really fucking. Jimmy yeah, Jimi Hendrix. Hendrix. Yeah, yeah. Of course.
2: But I mean, it was the first time I heard Queen. Right. And
1: right. That's how Bohemian Rhapsody shot up on the charts again after right. that movie.
2: Right, 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 right.
1: Everybody learned that song after um, that movie.
2: They didn't get permission yet. To use bohemian rhapsody. And then, like, Mike Myers, a producer, showed him, like, the the scene that they're going to use it for. And Freddie Mercury, like, clapped over his head, was like, absolutely, you can use that. That's awesome.
0: You know what, Christopher Walken's in? The Jesus Rolls.
2: What's that? What is that?
0: It's a fucking Quintana movie, dude.
2: Oh yeah,
0: comes out in 2020.
2: Well, fucking a. The sequel to uh, the Big Lebowski. Oh
0: shit! Yeah. Hell yeah! Is a Nick, spinoff.
2: Yeah. The is, did we did we figure I, out is Brucey in this movie? Uh. Okay, no. for those of you who don't know, mean. we fi- Me and Nate figured out uh, that Brucey from the Long Yards the longest show. I Remember him. Oh, I was just eating popcorn. Like he can't catch. He can't kick. Hi, he was, hi, hi. Yeah. That his name is Nick Turo. That's John Turo's brother. And he's in the new one?
1: No he's not. No. Oh.
0: You're just talking about, I, talk about him. Bobby uh that? Yep. He's in uh, Conavale. I think is it's that
2: what Connaval- you said? like I used to think it was Carnival, but it's Conavale. Yeah. 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 yeah he's, he's married name. to someone uh Grossburn. Ugh
1: He's our baby daddy,
2: yeah. Davidson's in it,
0: yes. Skeet oh. Davidson, that's good. John Ham's in it,
1: that is good news. John Ham can get it,
0: missed six inches,
1: absolutely. Hamaconda,
0: JB Smooth's in it, Susan Sarandon's in it.
2: Ah, oh. that's such a good I cast. It's only
0: 84 minutes long, though.
2: Dang, it's <sighs> gonna than be than great. 84 minutes, yeah.
1: Um, but yeah. Wayne's World. World. I was uh, Cassandra for Halloween one year, and, her name and I picked was the end of the movie Cassandra. The, you can, you red.
2: fucking killed that. You've killed all of your like costumes you've done. I love. Thank you. That's and, great no, uh, they could be better. I re- I remember that you they had could be better. But thank you.
1: You killed that your career. That was so good. I had bangs and long hair.
0: I think perfect. last year's was the one you killed the most. <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah, was so good.
1: Uh, for those of you who don't know, I was Forrest Gump last year in the Forrest Gump where he was running. Full beard, the shorts and the hat and everything. Cortez's. The Cortezes, the Cortezes had it all. Sp- I went to Top Golf. Nobody else was dressed up.
2: <laughs> Sports, Center posted, yeah. Sports Center just posted. Sports Center just posted a a video today, and it's like it's it looks like a professional baseball field, but it's probably a college team, and they're playing a like a scrimmage game, and someone's dressed up as Forrest Gump. Nice. And he hits a ground ball, and he's sprinting towards first base, and he gets thrown out, but he just keeps running. Shut up. Yeah, and everyone starts laughing. That's awesome. (laughs) It's so good. Yeah. Nate, what's your number four?
0: My number four is one that Sabrina briefly mentioned, but it's Big Daddy.
2: Yeah. I love Big Daddy. I love Big Daddy, too. This was late 90s. It was. Still 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Still 90s.
0: Yeah.
1: I think Wedding Singer was right around that, too.
0: One of uh, again, one of S. Sandler's, in my opinion, best. Totally. It's so good. It's it's one of those feel good. I can watch it, and it's also funny. Right. It's also one of the most proud quotes I've ever had in my life. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Explain. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: For about three months after, uh, well, it was like
2: three months twice.
0: Yeah. After I graduated college, I uh I pretty much lived in Derek's dorm. at portland state because i was up here looking for a job
2: it was a dope dorm it was like a one bedroom like apartment and i had my nana furnish it back when everyone was i was still poor but i had like dope furniture
0: uh i was looking for a job in portland but then got an internship in switzerland but it didn't start for like another two and a half months and so i asked Derek and my parents i was like i just stay here and Bull said yeah so i did we hung out stayed up really late Played video games, played soccer all the time.
2: All the time. Like, we got made fun. in to play like our soccer games.
0: But anyway, I was sleeping on the couch and it is a studio apartment and Derek's bed, his bed frame, is it used to be, it's better now. It's still pretty squeaky, mm-hmm. but used to squeak a lot. And I remember I woke up beforehand <laughs> and Shocker. I just I hear him tossing and turning. Like I think you were awake but trying to like fall asleep again and just
1: really restless
0: and for this little period it was like every five to ten seconds he was moving and making that that noise and i was just laying awake going oh my god if he does it one more time i'm saying it (laughs) literally like three seconds after i thought that he did it one more time lay (laughs) be still (laughs) i'm up all right right, i'm I'm up. up oh my god
1: what are you crying about
0: <laughs> it's literally the proudest i've ever i was literally sitting there just going one more time please do it just do it this is
2: the perfect of any time yeah you're never, yeah, never gonna have that opportunity again this is to the lay it perfect in. time can it's i so talk about one of my favorite times i've ever used a quote in real life yeah absolutely We're on the boat in shasta and we were already like living space was already at a premium because we were 20 people deep on a two-person boat and when Warner brought over Icebox to smash, he brought he brought over different girls like like, you know, like to go like beat, and they fell asleep. And we're all on the fucking deck like, no way, this girl's gonna sleep here. We don't have a room for her. Someone's gotta someone's gotta say something. I just walked over to the glass door right next to him, and fucking banged on it like a, a <laughs> like Ben Stiller, yeah, in Happy put, Gilmore, put the watch on the fucking window, <laughs> fucking banged on it. <laughs>
0: time to get the fuck out it's so good
2: that's awesome and uh if you listen to our previous podcast right after that we got our boat shit on
1: <laughs> farting dude Poor food. oh my god been you impossible. guys are so gross yeah. uh i have this movie is one of it it's probably one of the most quoted movies in my catalog like i have been quoting this movie since high school you Shout stop talking out, right
0: now Shout we'll get waffin.
1: Right. Shout out Gracie Smith and shout out Ashley Johnson. I mean, if I was going to quote two movies or uh, this movie with two people, that would be the
2: two. And to Ashley Johnson, what are you looking at? <laughs> Wipe that face off your head, bitch. Oh God.
0: The Microsoft's
2: fa- down three points. Oh, my God. Get the-, the door. Brina, we talked about this a couple months ago when uh, the fucking dude takes uh, Julian away. And he's trying to bar- he's trying to bargain to stay. Yeah, I don't want to go. Oh, I know, buddy. So. I know. But yeah, you and have know to when he when he goes. But I, but I wipe my own ass. I wipe my own ass. And you, Adam Sandler's voice cracks. Yeah, I, I know. know. It's so that, sad. I, can, I don't think I could ever watch that and not like, all right, everyone, shut up. I need to be in my own fields for a second. Right, and then I mean
1: that comboed with the tiny hand grab yeah. and then losing his. Oh, hand. and they put the they put a good score on it too. Right, just like it was all right, perfect. time to
0: make people cry?
1: Perfect. The fucking uh, the relationship with with his dad is so good. The opening fucking scene. Fucking kid won't is stop classic. lying to me. Classic. What are you doing? Sleeping. No, no, I was working out. <laughs>
0: the kid walking through the park that gets mad at him. It's okay. I know you hate your dad. Emo kid. Hey, right, buddy, right. we're going score the I Jets game
2: last him. night. Who cares? Yeah,
0: who cares?
2: <laughs> when he gets interviewed on the stand by his dad at the end of the movie about why he shouldn't have the kid,
1: he filed for Social Security at the age of 30. <laughs> what did he say
2: about his aunt?
1: Oh, he goes, uh,
2: No, she he had a visiting. family
1: reunion or something. She was visiting. She was oh, supposed she to be was, visiting. Your Aunt
2: Faye was visiting. Yeah. Was where were you? Uh, I
1: was
2: getting drunk at Jones Beach. <laughs>
1: Went to Jones Beach, got drunk, passed out.
2: And what Hell happened yeah. to your aunt that weekend?
1: Uh, she died. She died. And well, did you happen to
2: make it to her funeral? Uh, no, I didn't. And why is that? And <laughs> uh, Jones- why not? jethro toll had a reunion tour so i caught that <laughs> it's so damn funny uh, he's got a shitty grin on his face when he says that's that too it's so funny jethro
0: toll had, had a reunion tour so i caught that there's so much of that movie it, that's just pure gold is it's that
2: the time so where the uh mr furley goes hell yes
0: no he's the, he says hell yes the drunk on jones beach yeah, yeah, and passed yeah. out hell yeah. yes yep
2: that's exactly. Does he what. say it then? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. What, what does he say to uh um when, when John Stewart goes? That's like that's like Canadian moonshine or some shit like that. Like you know
1: those molsons go down like water, yeah. or t- t-
2: t- molsons like, go down like water. Hell yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe it isn't. Maybe, I no, know, I think it's the Jones Beach thing though. You could be. right. It's either one because both of them sound right. Yeah, it's right,
0: right around when all that yeah. conversation and then fucking. Uh, it's not my fault. Your dad was a fucking psycho.
2: Tried to shave your head. I know. After that whole scene's over, I'd like and to
1: see your clippers.
2: Yeah. <laughs> stop <laughs> you y- 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 look at me. The black guy. I right know at- that last. <laughs> that's my favorite <laughs> part of that. <laughs> but it's after that scene, and they're talking, and they just pan over to like Stevie chemisine and like a little slice of cantaloupe. Yeah. <laughs> <or> <laughs>
1: He's eating the cantaloupe and then when everybody's calling their dad, <laughs> he asked the person to borrow their phone. Hey, can I borrow that for a little bit? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's
2: on his phone saluting. Thank you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> it's a gold oh, movie. Oh, it a is a gold movie. movie. And that dude, well, I mean, well uh, Julian was played by a set of twins, but yeah. uh, one of them. Dylan and Cole Sprouse. Uh, Cole is in Riverdale? Uh-huh. Dating
1: uh, just a Lily Reinhardt. They of. broke up. Yeah, they, hey, I know yep. you. They recently did. And
2: Lily was in. And Hauser's. that's the tea. Yeah, you always order three I, piece cheesecake. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, peace out. Over, over at
1: Mikey and Lindsay's last weekend, they just bought an InstaPot, and Mikey was telling me about all the stuff he can make, and he goes, "Yeah, I can't wait till I can make three pieces of cheesecake." <laughs> <laughs>
2: so funny <laughs> come back later on Indian um, Rusty
1: right. <laughs> okay you're going down suckler it's so good that's one of my favorite fucking uh, Rob uh, Schneider
2: roles you know that so Rob Nicole. Schneider was in like a serious action movie as the sidekick to Jean-Claude Van Damme in a movie called Knock Off
1: oh interesting
2: yeah Derek what's your three yeah I don't want to hear about Knock the Quit
1: beating okay. around the bush.
2: I actually don't know if you have this on your list, so I'm kind of worried. My number three is Kingpin.
1: Oh, I don't. I almost Ooh, put it on my list. I
2: almost put it yeah. on my list, too. Okay. And it's just, this, this could very... My one, two, and three are very interchangeable. This could very well have been in my number one. Um, this is one of the very few... You know when you see a movie and you're like, oh, my God, that was so funny. You see it again and again and again, and it kind of wears off. Kingpin's one of those movies where I'll still die laughing at shit. And I'll just the whole the whole starting scene of like, give me the pocketbook, lady. <laughs> no. So, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> give it. OK. Yeah. Hey, what do you sissy? You need a purse? I'll slit your throat.
1: <laughs> Love it. The, so Kingpin to me is the same kind <laughs> of slow grow that Lebowski right, was. Yeah. I, I watched Lebowski probably four times before I even understood what was going on. I yep. don't know why it was so hard, but it was just like, I don't fucking get it. Then Kingpin comes out, same kind of a thing. Like, I got the story, but the jokes and stuff came way later. Is that the joke? Is that the joke that I miss my family photo? Uh, But I fucking love Woody Harrelson. (laughs) (laughs) And he's so good in this.
2: Oh, man. When they get caught trying to hustle that sleazy piece of shit at his own, like, home. The bowler, the rich bowler. Yeah. What the hell is that? $100 (laughs) bill wrapped in Monopoly money? You piece of garbage. What's the... uh, You disrespect the game by betting with money you don't have. You disrespect my home.
1: What's what's the Amish guy's name? Ishmael. Oh, that's right. Ish, yeah. When he comes out of the fucking cooler and his nipples are all hard, you (laughs) can see (laughs) him through his shirt. Woody a Harrelson's big old area, area <laughs> so funny oh my god and that, uh
2: bill murray yeah. one of the greatest roles and that bowler is you roy oh
0: you're so deep good. shit
2: kid right father help yeah yeah i'm a priest <laughs> like you're a dictionary salesman come on get this piece of shit inside <laughs> so good uh, what a that's, good that's choice! That's prime Fairly Brothers. Totally, prime. that's. I think that's right off of, If it, there's not one movie in between, it's right off of Dumb and Dumber. Their success of Dumb and Dumber, and they hit another home run. A plus with this one,
1: right? That sold it for me. I was like, I will watch anything that Fairly Brothers do. Yeah,
2: that's like almost a M Night Shyamalan thing. Like you, <sighs> you can twist. pop out ten shitty ones, and I'll still keep watching the Fairly Brothers, waiting for the next Kingpin or Dumb and Dumber twist at the end. Yeah.
0: You know, it's not a comedy, but it, I don't know why it always. Kingpin seems like the comedic version and bowling version of Tin Cup to me. I have no idea why I relate those two. Huh. You know what? You guys have seen I've Tin seen Cup. I've seen Tin that Cup, but it's been a long absolutely time. absolutely
2: ridiculous that you but say that I because love I Coffee. feel the same way. There's always been some sort of connection in right? my head between Kingpin and Tin Cup. Maybe because they sound similar and I know, they came around I the thinking. same
0: time. But it's like Tin Cup is obviously not a comedy. That's, it's like, a, well, I, that's, that's I guess I it like could say that. Dramedy dramedy. Little, dramedy. dramedy.
2: When I was little, I would get them mixed up. Me too. It's nuts. Weird.
0: Yeah. It's very weird. But know? I also love, I like Tin Cup. I Tin love Cup is Kevin, uh, Kevin Costner?
1: What? Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. My number one.
0: And uh, what's his face? Who's the bad guy in that? Uh, mm, I
1: don't remember. Isn't Rene Russo the love? lady? Is it Don
0: something? Is it Don Johnson? I think it is,
1: Ooh, Miami Vice.
0: Yeah, it is for sure.
2: <laughs> back, back to Kingpin yep. real quick. Don though. Johnson. Y- you realize at the start of the movie, uh, Woody Harrelson's whole life gets ruined by a pretty selfish decision from Bill Murray, and then when he finally catches up to him years down the road. Are you so mad about that? I said I was sorry. I meant it. <laughs> he's such a dirtbag. Yeah, such <laughs> a
1: piece of
0: shit. It's so good. Oh, what a great, great movie. At least he didn't say sorry like three times.
2: <sighs> great. God. At least you still have your name. I'll knee. pay you back. I swear to God. No. Brina, what's your three?
1: We're on number threes. My number three is a little movie I like to call Clueless.
2: Buttholes. Buttholes part two. Clueless
1: but- buttholes.
2: Buttholes part two. The hairy one.
1: Ew. <laughs> <laughs>
2: clueless buttholes.
1: Clueless buttholes. Least. Bleached.
2: Brina, that was way too far.
3: What?
1: You were way too far. I finally anyway. Clueless.
2: I we were just talking clueless. about this movie clueless, earlier. Clueless, clueless, clueless. Because, Alicia Silverstone. Um, someone who has not aged a fucking day... Perhaps even got better looking as Paul Rudd.
1: Yeah, Paul Rudd's in it. He plays the former stepbrother, which, I mean, what do you guys think about that? Would you bang your ex-stepsister? yeah, because you divorce
2: wives, not children. Right. I wouldn't care. Uh, If my stepsister looked like Alicia Silverstone in that movie with the white dress. Yeah.
0: If they were my step... Now, forgive me, because I don't know Clueless like the back of my hand have they been step siblings for a long time? No, it was like
1: a, it was like his, his, he was like on a, what, a third marriage or something like that. Then
0: no, I wouldn't care. If, if I had, if we were step siblings that like my dad had me as a baby, her mom had her as a baby, we were like one and two. Right. And we grew up together. Then it'd be a little weird. Right. Yeah. But, but
1: this situation, yeah, a little less weird, but it is weird that they talk, they'd say that it's a brother. Um, but yeah, Paul Rudd amazing. Alicia Silverstone fucking nails it.
3: Josh, please. Yeah.
1: Uh the dad, Dan Hadea. Yeah, Dan Hadea, so
2: good. You you know Stacey who we're not giving Dash, credit who turned for total is, Republican, which is yeah, weird. Donald Faison, mm-hmm. he looks pretty good for his age too.
1: Oh, he looks great. So, he did that and then he did Scrubs forever. Yeah, and, and he then he married it. he married Jessica Simpson's best friend, which is Casey Casey Cobb. I
2: don't know who Casey Cobb. is. Oh, she man. was
1: on the Newlywed Show just a little bit. I don't know what she does. Like for work, he's
0: fantastic on yeah, Scrubs. Yeah, oh yeah, um, and
2: Peter Black Scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> um, R.I.P. Brittany Murphy. Sorry.
1: Yeah, R.I.P. Brittany Murphy. Totally.
2: Rip. Ugh. Yeah, uh, Brecken Meyer. Yeah.
1: There's so many good lines Hayden. in that movie. Fucking Christian, pass oh, yeah. me if fan, I'll pay you back.
2: Where do I park?
1: Right. I remember the uh, the trailer for the movie. They showed that part where Christian picks her up and she gets in the car and she's adjusting the mirror, looking at herself, and he goes, "Do you like Billy Holiday?" And she goes, "I love him.
2: Billy yeah. Holiday's a woman." Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there was a part, I remember the trailer and when she's like trying to like fucking fawn her hair at him and falls off the bed. Right. That was always in it. That was
1: in the trailer for sure. Uh, I remember they sold posters that were clueless posters and they had all like the terminology on there. <laughs> Jeepin' was cl- on there. Uh, <laughs> Jeep Fest was on there. Shout out Brie Crimson Leroy. Crimson Wave was on there.
2: Shout out to my homegirl Brie Leroy, who still says that. Jeepin'? Yeah. <laughs> Jeepin. Jeepin'?
1: Jeepin'. Yeah, Jeepin'. Oh, my God. It's such a good fucking movie. There's so many good lines in it.
2: Um, My favorite, maybe it was because like I was little and I wasn't able to cuss, but uh, my favorite scene for years was when they enter the party. And mm-hmm. Donald Faison goes, oh, this shit is whack. And just walks through. <laughs> so good. That's, that's a cool kid
0: move. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, everything about their group was cool kid move. So he does that. Oh, this shit is whack. Dion comes in literally like waving her arms up and down, like busting a move. Cher goes, let's do a lap before we commit to a location. <laughs> I can. Decides God. to tour the party. They, whoever wrote, who I mean, wrote that, yeah, right. they
2: killed th- that character. Is so good. It's so good. Um, I don't even understand the fucking uh, line. But something I repeat to you a lot is, uh, when Brittany, Mur- what's Britney Murphy's name in the
1: movie?
2: Um, Murphy. Brittany. Ty. Right when she's like, Hey, isn't that the dress that you were in the other day?
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. Hey,
2: Ambler. Yeah. What did she say to to Amber? Yeah. Uh,
1: she goes, hey, Ambular, was that you shopping in my closet the other day? And she's like, as if like I would wear something from Judy's. Yeah. I don't even know what Judy's is. Yeah. But I said that and that then she it. goes, do you prefer va- fashion victim or ensemble challenge? <gasps> <laughs> <laughs>
2: it just blows her off. Like whatever, we'll wear if. something from Judy. Like we'll be in the mall. Like oh, that's a dope shirt. Like whatever, we'll wear something from Judy's. <laughs> so
1: stupid. Like what is that? Ever when that movie is. came out, everybody was saying "as if," and everybody
2: was doing the whatever. And we're supposed to swoon. Right. Uh, yeah, the the fight, yeah, the whole jeepin' scene. Right. It's yeah. so good. It's a little stringy things like but, Shawanda. Right.
1: <laughs> I do not wear polyester hair.
2: Yeah. When he says Jeepin' and then looks over his homie and he's like trying to like yeah, 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 jeepin' and they fucking like dab. <laughs> Gives him a dab. Yeah.
1: It's so good. Yeah, clueless number three.
3: Clueless,
0: clueless. Glad you guys carried that because I was clueless. That's okay. Ooh. Let's see what I did. I did oh, see okay. that. I, I like liked that.
1: it. Uh you should watch it. A little fight now. I've seen it. Yeah, I, like I just that. don't know yeah. it.
0: It's yeah. not a. it's not on my list. <laughs> That's why
2: I have it. You were a good student and a good soccer player and a good designer. That's the good, uh, like, talents you have in your life. Mine are remembering movies. <laughs> Same. <laughs> so, <laughs> Nate, what's your three?
0: Another one that was briefly mentioned just a second ago. Chet Apatow. Dumb and Dumber.
1: Oh. I was thinking maybe Roxbury.
0: Uh, what a classic duo. Oh yeah. Jim Carrey and uh Jeff Daniels.
2: Jeff Daniels. So in my eyes, good. Jeff Daniels can do no wrong. Same. No. Oh, I, I mean, I Jim Carrey's right up in there
1: too. Like Jim Carrey can maybe do a
2: little wrong, but Jeff Daniels no wrong. Where did I see him? I saw him go on Conan and he was uh recently and he was pitching uh because he's on Broadway doing mm-hmm. like the uh, He's doing a uh, Kill Kill and, Kill and, and He's yeah. playing Atticus. And he looks, he's got the energy of a 20-year-old. Like, he just came on fire and popping. And it wasn't like he was rowdy. But he's just like, oh, we got a great show. We got a great cast. We're doing this. 144 nights, baby. And then, like, he said, you know, some political shit. He's very I think he's very anti-Trump.
0: He is. He paints. And a lot of his paintings are anti-Trump.
2: Weird,
1: because Jim Carrey does that, too.
0: And we, I, is that know we, who we're talking about? Oh, I thought you
1: were talking about Jeff Daniels. I'm
0: talking about Jeff Daniels. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. I was oh, like, oh my no bad. Way. For some reason, I thought you were talking about Jim Carrey.
1: Yeah. Jeff Daniels is doing the To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim yeah. Carrey paints. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
2: Um, and we've talked about it before, but one of my favorite series I've ever seen is The Newsroom.
0: Oh, so good! It's so good. It's yeah. so, so the good. The opening monologue is yeah. fantastic. I think it was. It's one of my favorite characters. Yeah. I, I think it was the, on my monologue.
1: Yeah, I think list. it was too. Yeah. I
2: see that uh, huh. get passed around on Facebook from baby boomers and like, look what this guy said last week. This is so true about our country. I know. God. And I'm just like, you know, that was from a TV show. Anyone?
0: No shit. Like it, TV show. Right. I just, How do you it not gets know under my
2: skin. It really does because it's like that's a beautiful piece of art, and you're you're throwing it around like it's propaganda because <sighs> it is. Anyway,
0: um, and he also had an explosive diarrhea scene in *Dumb and Dumber*, right?
1: yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So why are not you sharing that that's what he's with me? You're multifaceted. Yeah, multifaceted. What's your favorite line from *Dumb and Dumber*? <laughs> Come on, you bastard! Flush.
3: <laughs> it's <so> uh,
0: <laughs> I love the pets. Our pets' heads are falling off. Harry, I took care of it. Yeah. The town's back that way is a
2: good one. That okay. You can can use I tell you guys time. something dumb that took me years to tell uh, us something dumber? Billy and Forcey. You know what I'm going to say? Yep. Okay. Gotcha. So I'm going to explain it. Okay. So, uh, where did you raise 25 extra bucks? Sell some things. Sell uh, some stuff uh, to Billy and Forcey, the blind kid. So I thought he was saying Billy and Forcey, like his like last that was name his was Enforce with an I. <laughs> yeah. Not. Obviously, isn't in is four Charlie in four right. C. Yeah, like yeah. That his apartment number is four C. But right. I think he's saying like his last 4C. name is a, yeah. Right, he says I so thought that too
1: for the longest time. To 4 C. Right. The, the Lincoln, way kid the way <laughs> the way he says that when he's fucking stuffing his face with yeah, chips or whatever, yeah. and he's like yeah, <laughs> and he yeah.
2: looks over like it's not reciprocated. What is. you so sell him, Lloyd? Yeah, not stuff.
1: You know, stuff. <laughs>
2: Nice yeah, hooters baseball
1: cards,
0: <laughs> sack
2: of marbles, the owls.
0: <laughs> it's just great.
1: It's so funny.
0: It's I think it's prime Jim Carrey. Yeah. It's like the epitome of his like facial expressions and like kind of the right physical humor. That gumby
1: thing he's got
0: and him and Jeff Daniels work so well together.
1: So good. So so good. Number 3.
2: I fell off the jetway again. I'm just trying to There's so many good lines in that movie that I'm trying to think of.
1: That movie, I think, is one of the most, like, I would guess that it's up there as one of the most quoted movies by the general public. Right. I feel like that is such a widely loved movie and everybody gets, our pets' heads are falling off, you know, like,
2: Harry, your hands are freezing. (laughs) I'm going to kill you. What? (laughs) I'm going to kill you. Um, we, I've, I've talked about this idea before. Um, I think the answer is no, but do you guys think like, is that a product of us being young and just being in love with that movie? Like if we were to see Dumb and Dumber for the first time today, would it have the same impact? Would the jokes hit as much? I think about
0: that about a couple movies. Yeah. It's hard to say. I almost want to say no, they wouldn't.
2: I, I don't think so because we never seen anything like that. before. It's all it's all product of the time and place it existed. Right, but I like, don't
1: think that there's any movies that are really like that either. Like those jokes to me are timeless. They're not. They're just like dumb dumb jokes.
0: Right, but that's why, like, if you watch a dumb dumb movie now. Right. Like would you go see a dumb dumb movie in in well, the theaters?
1: So like same to, to me the same thing granted I'm not shit talking this at all but because I think it's an incredibly smart movie but Idiocracy, the dumb dumb jokes that are in that are st- very funny to me and I know you guys like that movie too but it's I, I still think that that was made what a decade later True I, But I, see I that to me
0: is dumb dumb jokes because it's it's there's an underlying story and premise to that movie and that's why it's dumb dumb jokes
1: right but this is also it's dumb and dumber like we all know that they're dumb
0: but but the point of idiocracy is to show how stupid people have become right so that's why there's dumb dumb jokes right dumb and dumber is just telling a story about these two stupid guys it's just <laughs> a story so that's what that's the difference to me is it's hard for me to say either way yeah. But I feel like it wouldn't, it wouldn't hit as far Like if, if I didn't know Dumb and Dumber existed
1: uh-huh.
0: and Dumb and Dumber came out today with the same exact jokes, uh-huh. brand new to everybody, I don't, to me, I don't think it would ha- be as remembered and as successful. Right. It'd yeah. still be good. You'd right. still watch it and be funny, right. but it wouldn't be like, oh my God, this joke, this joke. Right. It might. Yeah. But I, it's I don't know. Of those, it's hard I guess, for me. I
1: suppose it's one of those things like, um, you know, when you have a lot of movies or not a lot, but, you know, those movies that you cherish that you've seen when you were young and you really love them and you have a very like special the nostalgia, effect. nostalgia right. from it and you show it to somebody and you hope that they think it's funny and you're just watching them like waiting to see if they're going to laugh at the same things you think are funny. It's kind of like that. Like we have nostalgia to this. We think it's hilarious. There's a movie Would it be that's,
2: as funny? It's in the same realm that came out later and that was Joe Dirt. And I still thought that was fucking hilarious.
1: Right. I think Joe Dirt's hilarious too.
0: I will also say that a little movie that's it almost made my list, but, ah, oh fuck. I'm not going to talk about it because it might make another 90s list. All right.
1: Um, I hated the prequel that they did and I hated the sequel that they did.
0: What I will say, though, I won't say the name of the movie, but there is a movie that came out in the 90s that I didn't see until our buddy Reese showed me.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: And maybe it's because I knew when that movie came out. Like, I knew the time area. I knew all the other, like, the humor that went along with that time. Right.
2: But I enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah. There's a couple movies that I did not enjoy where I saw late. Which Um, one? Hook was one of them. Huh. Where I, I saw it in college. You're
1: wrong. Your tone of voice like, is like wrong. Was, <laughs> I agree with Sabrina. But yeah. interesting.
2: We, we, we used to have movie night with like everyone on my floor, and we're just like, "Oh, what's that?" And the other one was Rushmore. I've never seen, seen that. It's, it's just. I mean, I know who's in it, they but were ta- yeah, they were talking about a cult classic. You need to watch this. It's amazing. And I just, it was, uh, it was boring for me. So
1: I didn't like Dirty Dancing or Footloose. Those movies can go to hell. I've seen
2: neither. Roadhouse well, I'll take oh. that back. Oh, hell yeah, Roadhouse is done. I feel like I've, I've only seen one scene in Footloose, and I've seen it 35 times just randomly flipping through channels every time. It always falls on the same scene, and it's the scene where Kevin Bacon is teaching uh, Sean Penn's brother how to dance. Jesus. Yeah. What Let's what hear scene. it for the boys.
0: That's how I was introduced to the <laughs> Big Lebowski. fucking nailed that. When I was a kid in like high school, young adult, Big Lebowski was on Comedy Central every single fucking day. I don't know if you guys remember this. Uh-uh. It was on Comedy Central all the time, and I'd always come into it like.
1: So you would see like the 20 weird minutes TV in. edited version. Yeah,
0: and yeah. I'd come into it like as a kid, like you were saying. You know, you watch it the first four times, right. you don't get the jokes. Yeah, I'd see the f- 20 minutes in for five minutes. Right. I'd be like, what the. fuck?
2: fuck is right the, and why is it especially
1: on when you don't central? have any context at all because i would watch the movie Ruggs, the right
2: tv version this is nothing happening Larry. right exactly this is what happens when you find a stranger in the alps <laughs> exactly. i was like what
0: is this why is it always on comedy central this movie sucks
2: edited versions of movies when they play boys they're in the hood so at the very end when talk Ice about Cube. another list Ice Cube kills those guys. Best turn edits. your punk butt over, darn you, man! Darn <laughs> you! I didn't, I didn't pull the freaking trigger, no, no, no. darn you! But he says, he says, turn your punk butt over. Oh my god! Yeah, Dumb and
0: Dumber number three. I love dumb it. Dumb and Dumber number three.
1: That's a great, great movie.
0: Trick Rickles number two.
2: My number two is Dirty Work. Oh, you guys got this! Great, I don't know no. that movie. Oh,
1: it's it's worth watching. I feel like you would definitely like it. Yeah. Do you like Norm Macdonald? Yeah. Okay. Figured that kind of like that smarmy fucking humor that you love. He's that.
0: I love it already.
2: Heart.
1: Yeah, it's so good. He, the premise of the movie is he's trying to make some extra
2: money. Yeah. And it, so. His dad has a heart attack. They need to pay for it. So they start doing. Uh, they
1: start advertising that they will uh, basically do pranks on people. You have an enemy. Your boss sucks. Like, they'll take care of it for you, pretty much. Like, we'll take them down. Yeah. The, vi- so vi- the you, villain is Sugar us. McGavin.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah. And, and it's, the doctor who's doing the surgery <sighs> on
2: the dad is Chevy Chase. And he is wrapped up in some fucking gambling debt like bad. The, the running joke the whole time is every time they check in with the doctor, like they're, they're visiting their dad and they're running out of time because they need it by the money he needs by next Friday. Chevy Chase has like a black eye and then he's in a sling. Yeah, he keeps getting chucked down. And, go, and they're like, is our is our dad going to live? Side note, what I don't get is if you owe a lot of money to someone and they cut your finger off, you still owe them the money. What is that about? <laughs> <laughs> it's and, so good and like and they're like you know i think we're finally gonna be able to get the money for my dad you're gonna get the money oh god <laughs> i mean that's great that's really great <laughs> chris farley's in it he, oh chris he Farley plays, plays he plays this so-
1: tiny little role but his name is jimmy and he's got the tip of his nose bit off and he got a bit off from a a Saigon prostitute yeah so Will Ferrell the way they or not Will Ferrell Norm MacDonald the way they introduce Chris Farley's character in the movie they're at a bar and they're talking about how times are rough and stuff and Norm MacDonald (laughs) goes loudly things could be worse you know you could get your nose bit off by a Saigon whore and
2: can they hands over to Chris Farley. Chris Farley
1: turns around like all slowly, <laughs> and you see his nose bit off, and he goes,
2: "Why, you bastard!" I'm just joking, Jimmy. i there. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> let me buy you beer. All right. It's so funny. So uh, Norm McDonald um, and the his his the other main guy is Artie Lang, and they play brothers in the movie.
1: They don't know they're brothers in the beginning
2: until by yeah. It's the second plot
0: point. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking finger shit. From Chevy Chase is gold.
2: Yeah. It's so funny. (laughs) There's a scene, like, there's a love interest in the movie. There's a love interest in the movie, and he sees her across the street and just starts running to her. Hey, Mildred! Mildred! What? That's not my name. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I just thought I'd start yelling, Mildred.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is that Norm MacDonald? Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) There's a scene where, like, they're driving down the road and he goes, Oh, hey, movie line. And, like, Obviously they know they know each other's lingo and Artie Lang's the like, movie line. He like pulls out his ass and puts it out the window from them to like moon the movie the line. whole going, line yeah, outside. The whole line. Norm Macdonald just pulls up to the movie line, parks the car, <laughs> and gets out. <laughs> and,
1: and While Artie, his whole ass is yeah. out right in front of And Artie
2: Lang kind of just like does the sheep. like. He was spu- up. he was supposed to keep going. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> walks away. That's <laughs> so good.
1: You're gonna like it. It's you, really you're funny.
2: Love this. What's it called? Movie. Dirty work. Dirty work. Huh.
1: Such a good movie. It, it was a
2: movie. It was Don a Rickles
1: does the oh. uh, tiny tiny little row. Yeah, there's a I.
2: scene from Don R. Rickles that's fucking gold. It's
1: it's one of my favorite scenes in comedy because he's a legend and because it's it's so effortless from him
2: throughout the movie. They're trying to get like actual jobs to like get side money supplement. And and, and one of their jobs is they're like ushers at a movie theater. And they're all lined up, and Don Rickles is playing the boss. And he's like, I got a big, like, corporate visit coming. And just let me lay out the rules for you guys, okay? And he starts, like, going in on them. And he's, like, goes up to Artie Lang. He's like, oh, you look like a bucket of lard on a bad day. (laughs) And he starts jiggling his stomach. Hello there, tubby. How you doing? (laughs) And next to him is Norm MacDonald, like, laughing. And he's, like, they're all lined up, like, they're military style. And he's, like, laughing. And he... (laughs) Rickles moves on to him. He goes, <laughs> and what are you laughing at? Huh? You laughing because I called your friend a fat pig? You think that's funny, huh? Why don't you get a horse? Go up into the mountains. Don't bother anybody. <laughs> got a personality like a dead moth.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. You need get to see this. Get a horse. This. Go up in the mountains. <laughs> don't bother anybody.
2: <laughs> don't bother anybody.
1: It's gold. And it's. I feel like it's one of those kind of dark horse movies that nobody really knows a whole lot about it, but it's so funny. Everybody that has
0: seen it knows it's good. Right, Dark Horse.
2: Yeah, it it's it yeah. was gold. And I'll it give you it a get Dark Horse. Brandon, what's your two?
1: My number two Brianna, what's is your two? Dazed and Confused. Holy shit! Here it is. Dazed. Yeah. So he tabled Derek's earlier. He put it down at the low part of the list because he wants to shit on this movie for yeah, reasons this. I do not know. But okay, get out of my face. Dazed and Confuse is one of the greatest movies ever. It's definitely in my top five of all time movies, but this is making number two in nineties comedies. But everything about the movie, they the the theme of it, the year, the music, the jokes, it's so, so good.
2: Many actors in this. So many good actors, and a lot of them didn't do a lot of shit. But, I mean, then there's Matthew McConaughey. Ben Affleck. Affleck. Ben Affleck. Oh, well, right. And then there's Ben Affleck, too, of course.
1: Jeremy London. He the kid. A I know. He didn't he really didn't do a whole do lot.
2: But, like, Jeremy London did, didn't do a ton. The kid um, did do Benny, with the curly hair, he's done some stuff. He was, I wish he would have done more. I liked him. He was the villain in the second Fast and Furious.
1: Oh, yeah. You told me that. Yeah. Um, um, Joey Lauren Adams. She did a lot.
2: Little bit, all the girls are memorable, but they were like early, late 90s, early 2000s. Memorable, kind of like didn't do anything. Well,
1: like Joey I'd Lauren know. Adams did a bunch of stuff in uh the Kevin Smith world, too. Wh- which one was Big Daddy?
2: Parker Posey, what do you mean, Big Daddy? who was the love interest in, in Big Daddy?
1: Oh, Adam uh, Kornberg. Joey Lauren Adams, yeah, Her. okay, yeah, I'm sorry, never mind, yeah.
2: Um, my f- one of my favorite things in the world is one, um. Matthew McConaughey uh won his Oscar for Dallas Buyers Club and walked up to the stage to the mic with his Oscar and goes, All right, all right, all right and everyone knew it was coming. Yeah. And everyone just kind of cheered and just
1: He freaking he took that I mean, so many things from that role. He he still uses now. He says, All right, all right, all right on everything. His production company is called JK Livin.
2: Just keep living. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. He seems like the fucking coolest guy in the world to hang out with.
1: I can't smoke weed, but I want to smoke weed with Matthew McConaughey so I,
2: bad. I love that he he's a diehard. He's a diehard University yeah. of a Texas fan, like a UT, like he's Texas Longhorns He's Harvest a professor fan. there. Yeah, is he's he? a professor yeah. there now. Yeah, he yeah. teaches uh, uh, fucking what's it directing called? or acting. What or is the wait class? I think what yeah. is the wait list to get into that class? It's got to be insanity. But they there's always... not one dry seat in the house. Yeah. Oh, it's a flood. Yeah. <laughs> a Lot of diarrhea. Uh, yeah. It's it's the If you're not
1: picking it up, we're talking the, about diarrhea. Floor, yeah, dude. The
2: the floor looks like oh my the God, movie you guys theater so gross. opening week of uh 50 shades gray. <laughs> um but during like U- University of Texas games, they're always showing him He's on, always the on, on the sidelines and line. like either jersey or like a white Texas like polo just fucking going ape shit. There's like it's weird how there are college teams and there's celebrities that are like Jointed. For, like yeah. uh USC's big celebrity is Snoop Dogg. And he's usually on the sidelines, you know, like they usually sometimes they let him in like the the locker room huddle, like just setting the shit up, jumping and stuff. Matthew like that.
0: McConaughey's done that, too. Right. Yeah, I'm he's sure he's done halftime speeches and shit. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: yeah. He's yeah. a fucking dream. Do you both. imagine
0: walking into your acting one on one freshman year, University of Texas? You don't know what's coming.
1: I would lose my mind. Hey, everybody. I would absolutely lose my mind. I would probably, I don't know if I would cry. I feel like I would.
2: What would Is you, this real? Brayna, what would you do if he just, you weren't expecting, like in the, in the, in SeaTac airport, you're at work, he walks up to you, straight up to you, close up to you, drops to a knee, and grabs you by the waist. so just don't leave me like this, Mer. No!
1: Oh my God. Oh. I would fucking, probably start bawling, and then try to make sweet, sweet love to him in a bathroom. I'm tell you something. Nothing on this earth. Across kill, from the Wendy's. Nothing on this
2: earth. Kill you. Across kill Ron Woodruff in 30 days. Enjoy the view, assholes.
1: Right outside baggage claim.
2: Across the street from Cubs.
1: Right.
2: It's so across the street from our our curves.
1: Um. Also, one of my favorite characters in Days of Confuse, Uh. Slater. So and then sick. um later, the guy later. who makes fun of him that one get
2: off my case motherfucker right um for those listeners um i was a best man for one of my best friends his gift to me he made me a paddle O'Bannon. from the movie he's good he's a good woodworker so it's not like oh you bought a 99 cent one he actually made it and he made it good and it's personalized to the T. so in the movie, it says OB Badass, like and Badass. Mine says DD Badass. And instead of Class of 76, mine says Class of 2006 because that's when I graduated. And then everything else is to a T, like perfect. I've hit Billy Pike the night before his wedding with it, and it almost dropped him. I've been hit by it once. It does not feel good. It The shit hurts. Like I can't even imagine what it was like, like back in the day getting railed on yeah
1: that is now twice you have bragged about being a best man in this podcast
2: okay well i've been a best man three times so there you
0: go <laughs>
1: okay. i'm catching okay. up you you are. Go.
0: i got two on my list now oh okay.
1: yeah days and confused that's my number two
0: it's a great one yes 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 it nate is. what's your number two my number two is uh the table from earlier That's good old
2: heavyweights.
0: (laughs) Ah, That movie is so hilarious to me.
2: It's my favorite Judd Apatow movie, and that is a good pool to pick from.
0: Could also go in the family-friendly section.
2: Absolutely. Got a... Who's the guy? Who's the big dude? Uh, Jerry. Yeah. No, 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 not Jerry. Because Jerry is the main... uh, Pat. Pat.
1: Yeah. The counselor.
2: I've seen him in one
1: other
0: movie. There are so many. The kids were kind of kids. Well, I guess not a ton of them. Two of them were for the Mighty Ducks. Right. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Um,
2: uh, Keenan Thompson.
0: Yeah. He He's was one, one of the, the Mighty Ducks. Yep. And then, uh, the, the dude that gets kicked out Goldberg. Yeah. Goldberg. Yep. Yeah.
2: Um, Which Josh he ended up being a meth addict. Bad. Yeah. Josh now good. <laughs> Tony Perkis. Oh, that's one of the best villains in fucking movie history. Absolutely.
1: It's so good. I Paul wonder Paul
2: Feig, that's who it is. Yeah, so Paul Feig uh, is a producer on he was one of the main producers for The Office. He he
0: also does uh, I'm pretty sure he does comedy bang bang.
2: Yeah. He no, he has a hand in in a lot of big things comedy. He is like the man behind the Can scenes I of a lot a of big shit. He was he was the counselor that lost a so bunch of weight. Yeah, the oh skinny yeah, one. yeah 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 yeah. That yeah.
0: movie is just so good. The all again the different parts like, it's good when it starts out and they're all getting there and they have their little traditions and then Ben Stiller comes into the mix and fucking Tony Perkins.
2: Yeah. Today Perkins they size. killed the blob. I no, I did not send you to go kart camp. I I'm, love um,
1: it's kind of like a Willy Wonka thing, but when they unload all the candy. Oh, I loved Chipmunks that. Right. Down low yeah. Now. I loved that scene. Yeah,
0: I loved when they were searching out the candy. Right. <laughs> looking at the bedpost
2: with with, with Keenan Thompson, <laughs> oh, and he like smells it on him.
0: And and the <laughs> guy and the guy that used to be a chipmunk that's now one of the counselors rats him out. Right. Yeah.
2: no, what? Come on. I was a chipmunk last year. I love uh, when, when he finds the Pez dispenser in Keenan's sock, and he <laughs> and he unloads it, and it's like yeah. it's it's gun like it's the sound of gun shells hitting the ground. Fall back, soldier.
1: <laughs> I love it. It's well into the movie where they have all their co- their shit confiscated, and they're by the bathrooms, and the kid goes rapper. <laughs> You Food fucking wrapper.
2: Yeah. Food wrapper. He hears it. He knows the sandwich. Jonathan. Yeah. Tracks it down in the toilet. bathroom yeah. stall. Okay, I'll tell you, you got it, but you got to keep it a secret.
0: <laughs> At the very beginning when they're downloading and that kid had put it underneath his sweater oh, and the other kid comes up and takes the chocolate yeah, straight so off so his not sanitary.
2: Yeah. Hey, guys, get a taste of England. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite scenes is when they have the... Uh, the dance with the girls camp and nobody's looking at each other. Yeah. And Paul Feg just goes over there and love machine comes on. Yeah. And he starts doing his shit. Yeah. It's so good. Come on guys. It's called boogie fever. We start joining and everyone's going to start dancing. It's such a good scene. My um, favorite scene is
0: don't leave me. (laughs) I have candy. Yeah. No, (laughs) I love you.
2: When they revolt and finally take over the camp, and they tie Lars up, and they put the, the torch in his face, ah, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> or the hey, very, Lars.
0: Or the very beginning when, Lars, where are you from? Far away. That's <laughs>
2: such a good when character. When I
0: sleep at night, I make a very alarming noise.
2: Do not be alarmed. I'm fine. <laughs> you know what we found out today, Lars? If you don't have a job, you get deported. <laughs> <laughs> it's so Now, are good. you with us or against us?
1: I'm using the body system. I'm with you. Nurse Julie! I love you. <laughs> buddy!
2: That's all oh, body
0: system.
1: Oh, the buddy system. No. That's a great movie. I'm having a problem with my sciatic nerve. Yeah, have a look-see. <laughs> <laughs> he might be the best fucking best character. Where the other. fuck is he, started he Tony Who purpose? played
2: Lars and where has he been? I don't know.
1: It's
0: that Nurse Julie family. line, though, is a uh,
1: Nurse, nurse Julie! <laughs> I love that. Lars, so
0: was, Lars was played by Tom Hodges.
1: Tom Hodges.
0: American actor. He's in Steel Magnolias.
1: Oh. <laughs> when they or have of to play the
2: nerds too. Also, I think far, Paul Fig.
1: Far away. Yeah. I think that's Paul Figue too.
2: When they have to play camp MVP in softball. I'm not so good at sports. Yeah, and I'm Dion Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle. Number Tony. Two.
1: Very good.
2: The, oh, That's one of those oh, ones. Oh yeah. On. When fucking come on, we don't want to work out. We want to have fun. All right, all right, everyone. Hey, Cody wants to have fun. Are we? <laughs> <out>? He jumps <laughs> on the tree. He's going guy's crazy. a psychopath.
3: This
2: <laughs> is so good.
0: And <laughs> you was brought that? it up before when he's on the jog and he lifts. like Come yeah, here, you devil yeah. log.
2: I'm dogging it, Pat. I'm dogging it. I'm
3: dogging
1: it.
2: he's <laughs> 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 <ooh>, <laughs> coming back. Oh, my God. Let's do it. And he's just, he starts, he's running, and then he just starts skipping. <laughs> okay, turn the cameras back on. Turn the cameras off. You've gained nine pounds. <laughs> so good. Step
0: on the scale, son. Get off the scale. Get off the scale. Talking
1: about <gasps> Yeah, get off the scale. Talking about all these movies makes me want to watch them. Derek, what's your number
2: one? Number, number one. one. Ooh. My number one is Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Oh, nice. I knew this was going to be on there.
1: Yesterday it was on TV. This, hands
2: down, and it's a hard list to pick from, but I can say, hands down, it's my favorite Jim Carrey movie. Uh, He's another one that's got just a catalog. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Fucking
2: catalog.
1: I love Jim Carrey so much. I love, he plays, he does drama well. Yeah. He plays creepy well. Yeah. He does comedy insane.
2: This was on your, when we did uh, openers. Yeah. Top five openers. Ace Ventura was <laughs> on yours. We're going downtown. Right. We had- HDS, f- coming one through. One of friend's dads came off as that guy at the start. A, a, a bushy mustache. The cult, Sarah and Shelby Cullen's dad. Oh, really? Steve Colin, The hell you won. HDS, <laughs> like- sir.
0: Look at that good cat! Oh, look, what's oh, he doing? Jesus. Oh, <laughs> he's got a new home with <laughs> Nice. Yeah, um, um, I've never seen him going there by himself.
1: For some yeah. reason, Bob Massey always reminds me. Oh yeah, him. too. that too, <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: absolutely. <laughs>
2: the hell you? Yeah, I don't give a rat's ass. What his you do. face when he starts mad pen, I don't give a rat's. ass. Oh, Ojo oh, so Bobo Dodo, <laughs> and like it pans up the the dude trying to sign the forms, and he's just like like just so grossed out they do comedy and they do seriousness so well in that movie like oh shout out courtney cox playing a great love interest but like melissa yeah melissa hey i just wanted to say i'm sorry and she's like dejected and then it's a hard cut to roger prodactor dead right she's on the phone something's stirring the kool-aid ace wiggles rewind (laughs) When he's trying to figure out the whole Finkel and Einhorn thing. Oh fuck, the die Dan Die when he's watching, He missed the kick. It's wild. Yeah. The the go back to that scene. What a sh- sports night. Try not to laugh, but like listen to the score when it's like kind of like a very evil, devilish like, yeah. like that. It's hol- haunting. Yeah, it's haunting is a perfect word. And yeah. uh <laughs> I made cookies. Would you like one? Laces out. They're little footballs.
1: Laces out. When he shows up to Ray Finkel's house, and he goes, I'm looking for Ray Finkel. And the fucking gun comes out. Yeah. He goes, and a clean pair of shorts. <laughs>
2: what do you, you know, know? Uh, Ray Finkel? <laughs> yeah. Soccer style kicker, all American.
1: Formerly <laughs> nicknamed, nicknamed the, the Mule. The mule. <laughs> um, and one hell, hell of a, a model American.
2: Model. <laughs> You put that down He is a fan Of our son It's so good Um, The story Like uh, He gets serious So good Because When Courtney Cox Right before they bang I think mm-hmm. Courtney Cox Is like Why did you want to become Like uh, a detective And he's like Telling the story I was like I understand animals And like I had a story Just this Blushed dog just Yeah It's a dream on me, Gaining on me You know And I woke up And he's like Scares yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He goes, when I woke up, I felt the back of my neck. And he goes, and
2: look at it. And she looks, and he fucking barks at her. She, yeah. she laughs and slaps him in the shoulder. You bastard. So good. And they're about to kiss. And he goes, who the hell is that? <laughs> that. Who the hell is that? That's Ray Finkel. You don't know what Ray Finkel is? No. Why is he in this picture? This picture was taken in the second half of the season. Ray Finkel's at it later.
1: He was the kicker that missed the picture, field goal.
2: Um when she's explaining that, go again, and I have a boner for like movie scores. Listen to it and like they do it so well like they explain that so well, like that movie is such a good comedy, but at the same time, it's almost a good action movie. Like, it's like they're putting together this story because, holy shit, this is the guy. How come he wasn't in this picture? Oh, fuck, that's how it works. Oh, it's revenge. And it's like... Right, you're
1: trying to figure it out. I One of the my favorite scenes in there is the montage when he starts looking for the, uh, <sighs> the fucking diamond or whatever the thing is, the gemstone. Yeah. And so he starts fucking stalking all the uh, former players, the former NFL players They're on the 1984 team. <laughs> and the one that he keeps finding on the track, he can't yeah. keep up with him. So he gets a fucking chloroform cloth yep. and fucking gets him. is
2: so good. The gay joke they put in when he's like peeing next to the guy in the urinal Yeah. and like the guy smiles at him and yeah. he walks away and the guy like chases him like very flamboyantly. Yeah. And then my favorite one was when he like one of the players is signing autographs. Oh, yeah. He's a little kid.
1: Yeah. Fucking acne. With the fucking acne. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. When he's in the mailbox and one of the coaches tries, like putting a fucking letter in.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he's got the he Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my I can,
2: God. I can literally can talk about this for
1: days. It's so good. That's a good number one. Ace Ventura is fucking classic.
2: What's wrong, Ace? I'm going to read your rights. Oh, my gun is <sighs> sticking to my hip great when, sequel too.
1: Right. I was just going to bring this up. So, um one of the my favorite things that gets brought up in my head all the time when I'm working and there's turbulence and I see people's heads kind of like, you know, bob back and forth, the only thing that comes in my mind is when he's driving along the road and he's fucking bumping and you think he's riding on rough terrain and he's just doing that on his own. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, ho, chitty-chitty-bang-bang, (laughs) chitty-chitty-bang-bang loves you too.
2: (laughs) It's so funny. Afterwards, when he finds out who that Finklin and I are in the same person, (laughs) he's chewing all that gum (laughs) and he goes, your gun is sticking in my hip. (laughs) <laughs> it's a fucking toilet plunger up. on his face <laughs> oh i remember doing that was two things that i did um as a kid was i put every piece of birthday cake into my face and did the mrs doubtfire toodaloo, <laughs> toodaloo. And, <laughs> and then for a while i was putting a plunger on my face and then and, then <laughs> fucking, <laughs> and i remember one time anthony was like Dude, for a while i was putting plunger on my like, face like that's me and Dad's poop. Bo <laughs> Cedarberg is pooped in that. Like, every what are you doing? And I'm just like, you laugh. I need you to laugh so I can live. It's the only way I get my fucking like. Oh my god, my acceptance. Oh my god. I'll
1: eat crap if you laugh. Come on. Do, I'll do, eat you, the want cat shit? do you want me to eat crap? You want me to? all do it.
2: I've been
0: missing since Friday. Ace Ventura, good number one.
2: Lois nice. Einhorn.
1: Okay. Can you guys guess what my number one is gonna be?
2: Yeah. Uh almost famous. Nope. For comedy? Oh yeah, number comedy. If it's not days and I know what it is. Nate, what is it? Tommy Boy. It is Tommy uh, Boy. <laughs> why didn't I take
3: that?
1: Damn it. Good job, Nate. Yeah. Fucking love Tommy Boy. Yeah. It's it's a movie, like all these movies make me laugh so much. Like pretty much every movie we talked about makes me laugh a lot. Tommy Boy Never ceases to make me laugh every single time. All those jokes. Right. The, One of my
0: favorite duos. Oh,
2: they're so good. There's something that I've noticed that 90s comedy does different from today's comedy. And it's it take super bad and take the hangover. And granted, this could be just an isolation, but those all, okay, we'll, we'll do this. Uh, Tommy Boy and Big Daddy. Super bad in the hangover. Both are splitting, stomach, fall out of your seat, laugh out loud, funny. Right. But in the nineties they do a good there's sad parts and there are tragedies. Like we've in. Tommy's Dad dies. Right. Like the kid gets taken away. There's none of those in your like later comedies. Like but like the, seat, the whole 15, 20 minutes when uh, Tommy's dad dies, and just like him sitting on the boat alone and like, right. shit like that, and he's missing his dad, like him walking alone on the street because he just got done with his funeral and shit. Those are like sad parts. Like, oh, we've talked about how sad fucking Mrs. Doubtfire is. Right. And shit like that. They put like, reality into they it. It very much put reality in. There's not a lot of that in today's comedy.
0: I feel like a lot of the 90s comedies were stories that were told funny. Right. Whereas now. It's stories.
2: Oh, that's great.
0: Like the whole purpose is funny. Right. Like the Absolutely. whole telling of the story is oh, what could funny, like what right. funny situation? What, could they yeah. Get into? What funny
2: situation that's, can we tell? That's perfect because the, the same, you couldn't put a tragedy and sad things in the hangover. No. It just wouldn't work. Right. They still have plot
0: lines like, oh shit, Doug's missing, blah, blah, blah. But it's all set up to what's the next joke? Right. right. Whereas and Tommy then you Boy find him at and the end. Those t- it's yeah. like right. it
2: almost, almost be a wholesome story about like we're all rooting for this guy. He needs to come through and be like his dad, and right, it's just pretty much like it's
0: just there's it's told funny, and the characters in it are funny, right? They're in, both done well. It's just different format, yeah. In
3: you
1: know Tommy mean? Boy, it's have in a lot actually. When you think about it, so he his, he loses his dad, he gets a family, the company's going down uh another one is when michelle gets mad at him right he loses her his family abandons him he's about to lose the company and then when he gets the final payoff and he saves everybody that is another tender moment where everybody's like we're Cheering. behind you just sold a half a right. million break pass. right and this is all you know our connection it's it's yeah, and a then lot at the, of and then at the end when times. he's
2: in the lake alone, he's like, I need to get to Michelle's house. Right. And it's like, a little wind here in the wind. Thanks, Dad. Right. Yeah. And it's the end of the movie. It's such a
1: it's such a good movie. It's so damn funny. There's so many parts about it. I used to listen to the soundtrack all the time because they put quotes on it. Yeah. Like oh, audio we clips. Had that. And yeah, it was just my parents cereal. bought it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Please let me slay for the Love of God. Right.
1: <laughs> they had all the songs on there fucking come on Eileen. Oh. Uh 2. <laughs> it's on there. Artemis 2.
3: Artemis 2. 2.
1: I love that. The, the see, end of the world. Right, as in, yeah. six o'clock TV.
2: They oh, du- <laughs> start trailing off. When
1: he pulls over on the side of the road to let Chris Farley take a piss. the hell? And then he starts pulling away. He starts sidestepping, trying to get to the car. What the you... hell's gotten into
2: you? <laughs> I got my so... thing
1: caught, my zipper. I got piss all over me.
2: Just like any other kid, I tried so hard to, uh, not, I wouldn't try so hard, but I just tried a lot to fucking, uh, redo the oh i killed it i killed my sale oh, yeah. that whole like i'm jojo the idiot circus boy oh yeah a pet is my potential those are, sale those are two different ones that's such a good like that that one of you just pulled on the on the waitress right See, the chicken wings there's thing. two kinds of smart there is book smart that waved bye-bye to you a long time ago and then there's street smart something your dad had
0: i what? love that i love that black sheep is not the same movie, but is just the same movie.
1: Totally, and I love Black Sheep. Yeah, Black yeah, Sheep they're is both great. It's yeah. so fucking funny to me.
2: Yeah, Gary Busey's in it.
1: Oh yeah. my god! Let's Who call told off you Operation.
2: That? One of us is crazy.
1: I can go to your mama's house and start a small fire in her panties.
2: <laughs> Who <I> told you <laughs> that? I wish uh, there was more Spade Charlie. Charlie movies. I know, me too. Yeah, we talk, Yeah, Ugh. but let me let me rip. Let me throw the caveat in here. It... Would we see a Chris Farley like we've seen in Adam Sandler? What do you mean? Well, let's reverse the rules. Say Chris Farley's alive and Adam Sandler's the one who died, and we're like, God, I could just, if we would have got a little more Adam Sandler and little did we would we have known that if he would as the one if Adam Sandler would have stayed alive, if he died in the alternate universe, he would have just popped out a bunch of shitty like Netflix movies and all eventually gone downhill. I not
0: I, I mean you're t- you're yeah. talking about Adam Sandler would have died let's say after let's
2: say, say died after uh, Billy Madison and, and and like Happy Gilmore and
0: yeah we get a lot of Netflix shit but at the same time we get Big Daddy we get Mr Deeds we get the no, that was...
2: But measure. I I mean, I feel like we've gotten... Like, we got enough sample size from Chris Farley, because we got Black Sheep, we got uh, Tommy Boy, we had Almost Famous, Beverly Hills Ninja, um, and then all of his bit parts when he was in Dirty Work and when he was in uh, Coneheads. No, and, I love that rock. Right, right. So it's... I, I mean, I, went, I want the universe where Chris Farley's still alive and he made gold for the next 30 years, but... I'm putting it out there to play the devil's advocate.
1: I don't think he would be the same. I don't think he would be the same as what uh, Sandler's doing. Because to me, and I might be biased because he's one of my favorites, but to me, Farley was so much bigger, such a bigger player, so more uh, physical and impactful, and you just you couldn't help but watch him. True. I wasn't paying attention to Sandler when he was on the show. But, but I could we give a know, shit what
2: Opera Man was talking about. But we know real life Chris Farley and how much he was struggling, and how right. I many do you think? like okay he stays alive but he still has the same mental problems where he like has nobody he thinks he has nobody's approval
0: but that's what i think that's what i think makes his genius right. that's why i think a lot of comedians and a lot of great people they struggle with those things and that's kind of what absolutely. makes them that's great absolutely that's why they can be funny and yeah they dive into it because they know the deep,
1: deep dark stuff usually people that don't know dark parts of life are not that funny jim
0: yeah. carrey has had a tragic life yeah right absolutely tragic yeah and that's what I think – like, when you were talking about that whole when I missed uh, the Macbeth st- – no, no, no. Uh, one Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Right? Is that what or, he's doing? No, no, was,
1: no. Uh,
2: to Kill a Mockingbird. To Kill
0: a Mockingbird. When I flipped them, I was thinking, like, Jim Carrey now, I feel like,
2: has gone through these, like, waves. Totally. And is coming mm-hmm. out of, like he – has, He has nothing left to prove. Right. Jim Carrey does.
0: But that's what I feel like – it's hard to say with Chris Farley because the – what you're bringing up, like his mental, I don't think the way he lived would be conducive to staying the way he was right for longer than he did.
1: Right, right.
0: But if he could, I, I, I think I agree. I don't think he there was no, there's no one like him. There was no one. Still, I don't think I've seen anyone that had all the pieces he had. Right. They, they to me, no one compares. Right, no. and,
2: and they're. Maybe it's a product of our like instant generation, where like we need everything now, and a fad burns out. But I feel like, and maybe because we were kids, maybe time was slower. But Chris Farley was the man for years, and then Zach Galifianakis now was good for six months. Uh, you know, uh, Will Ferrell and Owen Wilson movies were good for a year. Vince Fawn's movies were good for a year and a half, and like they kind of you know, uh, comedy is very trendy.
0: Yeah, I get exactly what you're saying. You know what like I, mean? I I I don't know. I
1: Yeah, I mean it's tough to say. I mean like it, it, it
0: how he would transition into a right, new age. Right.
1: Right. And you I would hope that he would follow a similar path of Jim Carrey of, you know, li- living tragic life knowing those dark things but finding outlets, finding ways to um to carry on. I feel and like adapting. He
0: might, he might have been like a Robin Williams. Right. Like That's Robin very Williams true. Was very yeah, was very animated and whatnot right. in his younger life and as he got struggled old. his whole entire life. Different struggles. Right. I don't I don't well, know. Robin Williams sim- might have had drugs, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He totally had drug problems.
0: But he, like that's he, what I was he say. transitioned similar, into...
1: similar struggles.
0: Funny,
2: but toned down, but not really. Could you imagine a serious like Robin Williams' serious role on Goodwill Hunting? Like
1: yeah, he was amazing. Give, give me,
2: give me a Chris Farley where exactly, like, he, exactly. He is, exactly, he's a single dad trying to weigh, trying to raise like a slutty daughter or something like that, and he's trying to instill like right, it's dad it, of the year. Yeah, I like I love yeah, loved your shit. mom so much, no. and I know that you're you're growing up into a beautiful young girl, and I can't stop you. I just want to explain some things before it's too late because you know, like I, I don't know if you know this, but I'm about to die.
0: Like, Even a Mrs. Doubtfire, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, That's a what, Jumanji type.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Robin Williams is a great example to pull up for this. I I think that that those him, Carrie, those are classics. Like same thing, I feel like with uh, Phil Hartman, I feel like Phil Hartman would have had a really longevity smart career. He was so talented. Um, but those are different issues why he ended up dying. But um, R. P. I think that Farley would have hopefully, you know found those uh pockets of being able to stay clean you know manage your depression um you know there's going to be hiccups along the way like robin had and then you know you you know the way robin went out was terrible but he lived a
2: long life i'm thinking it is it is weird Uh, weird's the wrong word it's it's unsettling or different to watch I've I've watched a few celebrity funerals on TV I remember when Chris Farley died and it was really sad because mm-hmm. Adam Stanley came to the podium and he's red-faced right and he uh it's you know he's like I just I miss my friend yeah and 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 shit. And then uh, when Michael Jackson had his funeral, and that was, that's probably gonna be the biggest funeral that we've ever seen. And Usher, like everyone, like they had, um, they had John Mayer come on. And I mean, there's a lot of performances, obviously. Mm-hmm. So John Mayer's there and he's playing something on his guitar. And it's something you kind of heard. And you're like, wait, what is this? What is this? What is this? And he gets like the first 30 seconds of it and then a choir joins him and he's doing the the instrumental for human nature. And you're like, oh, this is amazing. And then they bring out Usher. And I forget what song Usher sings, but like the, the coffin is on stage and he like couldn't finish the song. He kind of like broke down crying. Yeah. And like over the coffin. And the one of the really sad ones was uh, Bernie Mac. Won the other three kings of comedy. Won... Uh, Deal, Hughley, Cedric the Entertainer, and Steve Harvey came up, and it was weird the juxtaposition because. Uh Cedric the Entertainer tells a joke, and the joke was fucking hilarious. He was like, "I was, I'm getting really weird, like texts and calls, and it's like, hey, Cedric, I'm really sorry about your friend, but let me get four tickets to the funeral, Come Jesus, on, baby. <laughs> <laughs> shit, like that." I mean, he said it like funny, and then DL Hughley went up next, and he's like, "I never really got a chance to tell uh, Bernie that I, I loved him," and he starts crying at the point. He's like, "So you talk to one of your friends, you tell him that you love him today." It's, this it's,
1: this conversation turned into a dark. Yeah dark okay. turn okay. that's hey Nate, you guys want
0: to hear about all the, the famous funerals i saw that maybe right. choke up
1: no i want to hear about nate's number one
2: <laughs> that's what i want to oh, hear shit. about we're not on nate's number one yet my bad
0: talking <laughs> about chris farley though every time i hear david spade choke talk about him choke up yeah. it almost makes me cry every right. time kills, just because he's such a fucking smarmy little guy. smart ass right. wow and then this podcast body. got dark well you took it there i was just <laughs> adding to it <laughs> My number one is another Cohen brothers film and it's the good old classic Fargo
2: Oh yeah. wow
0: I the Cohen brothers are up there with like Nolan for me yeah in terms of writers directors right I love
1: I trust everything that yeah. they put out
0: if some if something comes out, is coming out that either one of them t- together absolutely right. either one of them touch though I'll I'll <laughs> check it out.
1: I'm not like I'm not shocked, but I am surprised that this is your number one. I wasn't oh, expecting Fargo. this. I me, love me Fargo too. It's so fucking funny.
3: Yeah,
2: this is great. It's just a masterpiece. Yeah. Because it's so serious in the serious parts and it's hilarious in the hilarious parts.
0: And it's their comedy to me is so dry. Right. Which yeah. makes it ten times funnier. The
2: movie, it's not like
1: the 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 comedy parts are not in-your-face comedy
0: parts. No. The,
1: it, the, there's nothing in the movie that's like, this is a funny part.
0: The whole scene where uh, he's kidnapping the wife and she's fucking running around. She runs into the shower curtain, gets wrapped up in that, right. runs back out, and he's just watching her the whole time. Yeah.
1: The whole fucking deal with the car in the fucking him trying to pitch it What's the dad's name? Jerry? No. Is it Jerry?
2: No, no, Jerry is uh, William H. Macy.
1: That's what I'm talking about.
2: Yeah, but... But He's trying to
1: pitch the deal. Who the
2: hell are you? Where the hell is Jerry? Right. Where's my daughter? He's trying to pitch the deal. Wait, no, but this is my deal. Wait, no, no way. This is my deal here. All right, I guarantee your money back. (laughs)
1: It's so good, and Steve Buscemi's character is so dark in it.
2: It's that is I can't think of anything else right now that is more sleazy than his character. That's the sleaziest character I've ever seen in movies. It's, he's a very it's, sleazy looking guy. It's gross and disgusting, and his love for hookers, and he's just a sack of shit. And and paired
0: with Peter Stormare, yeah, yeah,
2: oh yeah, so it's I, so good. I made the conclusion that one of my childhood friends, I'm not really friends with anymore, has turned into Steve Buscemi from Fargo. I'm not going to say... That. I'm not going to put anyone on blast, but he's the guy that was in your room when you woke I up. I was
1: just going to say, the <laughs> fucking creepy guy in my room. I knew it. Uh, and Frances McDormand. Hey, Margie. Oh, God, I love that. That's one of my favorite scenes when she wakes up, when you first see her, and Uh-oh. she comes out, and he's like... Uh,
0: I'll, make, I'll make you some eggs. Yeah. He yeah. <laughs> wants some you eggs, doing? Margie.
1: She's like, no, I'm I gotta okay. Go I work. got to go to work. I'll make you some eggs. <laughs> yeah.
0: That dude reminds me of a real life Joe Swanson.
1: Oh my God. For
0: some reason, it's just yeah. that whole scene kind of illustrates it. I'll get up and make you some eggs. Yeah. No, I gotta go in. I'll make you some eggs. Yeah. He just fucking
2: rolls out. Well, Sorry, so Mr. Lunderguard. <laughs> I was the Christ.
1: <laughs> I love that Midwest accent mm-hmm. so much.
2: Tackles, Hot tackles. A-L-A B-A M A oh. Wisconsin. So you're having sex with the little one, huh? Yeah. No, okay.
0: <laughs> it's a great Ar- movie.
1: Argo
2: is that, so good. I just I just watched that scene on TV the other day where he right before Stevie Shimmer gets his ass kicked and he's like having sex with a hooker and she's just, come on, where are you? Okay. Okay, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's so good. God. I'm trying to, I'm just, picture the dude we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, all right, there you are. Oh, God. <laughs> and he's got his socks on. Who has sex <sighs> with their socks on? Who the hell he, and he's wearing a turtleneck. Where the Jesus, hell is Jerry?
1: that's just the worst. The I got worst. shot.
2: A wee square.
1: Yeah. Fargo's so great. The God, Coen it's... brothers are geniuses. Yeah,
2: they are. That's that's a brand they truly are. That, that's a brand I'm subscribed to for life. I'm
0: so impressed by people like them. Right. Coen Brothers, Quentin Tarantino. Right. Uh, Chris Nolan, Wes Anderson, The Automobile.
1: Those those types Tupac. of people I don't feel uh, a lot of jealousy in general on lots of things. But for people like that, like Quentin Tarantino and the Cohen Brothers are a prime example. I'm jealous of people that have such creative and different brains and can make a, you know, have a vision and then execute it like that.
0: I'm jealous of people that have a style that's completely their own and that they fully found. Right. Those are like Quentin Tarantino movie. Right. You know a Quentin Tarantino
1: right. movie. Right, right. Christopher exactly. Nolan movie. Right. You
0: know a Wes Anderson movie. Right. You know it's Wes yep. Anderson. Yeah. People that have developed that self identity yeah. through their creative right. outlet, exactly. It, that's what I mean by incredible. seeing having
1: a vision and executing it so well. Like you, the, the exactly the same point. You know a Quentin Tarantino movie. You know you can pretty much figure out a Coen Brothers movie. Like yeah. they're all weird in their own way, but the, you can like kind of feel like this feels like Coen Brothers, Wes Anderson. You know immediately. Because of the composition in those movies. You know what a Wes Anderson movie is. It's so cool. And I'm so, that's where I feel those tinges of jealousy, where I'm like, God, I wish I could do that.
0: Coen Brothers have made such great movies. Yeah. Oh, brother, we're out there. Have you guys seen Inside Llewellyn Davis? No. No. Oh, that's a good one. Oscar Isaac, Ooh. Coen Brothers movie about, uh, uh, I think, Songwriter.
2: I didn't know Oscar Isaac was in it. I'm yep. going to have to go see that now. That's good enough. sell. Uh, hold on. Isaac. Hold
0: on. Let me just double check. I thought it was Oscar Isaac. It is Oscar Isaac. He's the Carrie one from Carrie Mulligan, Star Wars, Justin Timberlake, yeah. John Goodman. Yes. Neither Justin of Timberlake? Yep. Adam Driver. Adam Damn. Driver? Yeah. He can
1: also get it. Well, Justin Timberlake can also get it. Too. Your friend's a liar.
0: It's right. good. It's, it's exactly their style, though. What's it's it called? like this dry inside, inside Llewellyn, Llewellyn Davis. Davis. Uh, Oscar Isaac that. is like a, I believe, if I remember correctly, like a musician kind of songwriter guitar player that's trying to make it in 1961 New York City folk singer Llewellyn Davis is at a crossroads guitar in hand he struggles against seemingly insufferable obstacles to make a name for himself in music world but so far success remains elusive and it's just it's dry like I remember watching it after it came out a while not expecting much and it was the like a Lebowski, like a nice. Fargo where you're yeah. watching it. It's serious. And then you're like, Oh, what? Yeah. That's great. Ah,
1: very Coen-y. Yeah. Very coony. I love it. I love it.
2: Number one, Fargo.
1: Very nice.
2: Real quick. Speaking of Oscar, Oscar Isaac though, neither of you have seen operation finale yet. Have you? No. Uh oh, you need to see it.
0: No. Okay. No.
2: Oh, it's so great. That's yes. a Hitler one, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Yes. That's good no. One. Yes. Uh, it's a true story. <laughs> uh, And, uh, Nick Kroll plays a serious role. It's good. Um I love what's Nick on, Kroll. what's on our uh what's on our honorable mention? Um Night of the Roxbury
1: was on mine.
2: Coneheads sure.
1: was on mine.
0: Oh. There's a lot of a lot of movies by the same actors that like Liar Liar. Yeah.
2: The Mask. Right. Right. Those are almost interchangeable.
1: B- uh Big Lebowski was definitely on there. Um uh, Office
2: Space is a good
0: one Yeah Office
1: Space is great Happy Gilmore um,
0: Again Happy Gilmore
1: Billy right. Madison another, Oh yeah. um, Friday Was yeah. my original number five
2: Half Baked Oh so good there, um, Yeah I'm surprised Half Baked Didn't make one of our lists surprised didn't make mine, Dude
1: the freaking Austin Powers
2: Yeah like There's some You guys at home American this was, Pie This was a hard list to do South Park's bigger so longer than right. that Right
1: 10 Things I Hate About You,
2: yeah. that's gold. Yeah, That is Basket gold. We're, we're not missing. Uh, missing is the wrong word because we just don't have space. But exactly. Nearing yeah, yeah. it out of five. One um, that I
0: almost put on there, The Water Boy. Oh, really? Yeah. I love that movie. That's not yes. one of my
2: faves. But it ain't no guess. <laughs> my <doll's> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> going, it too. ain't no guess.
1: What's song on Bay? Mall rats. That is one of my favorite Kevin Smith movies. There's so many good movies. Rush Hour. Oh, The Cable Guy.
2: Rush Hour. Oh, man.
1: Right? The Birdcage. That's a great movie.
2: Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Or Madonna. Madonna.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's so many.
0: Encino, man.
1: That's a great movie. Uh, I think he likes your cones. No more reason (laughs) to juice. No more reason to juice. Oh, my God. So when's the last time you guys watched City Slickers?
0: I used to love
2: that movie. Too long. Billy Crystal is great. City Slickers 2 puts... City Slickers
1: 2 is great. I like that one even better. Puts a Gold
2: Rush dream into me. Um,
1: But I watched it. So that was a movie that they had available on the plane. I put it on, and I had to turn it off because the beginning was so long and drawn out. The whole, like, I'm depressed... I hate my life. (laughs) Like, what am I doing? It just goes forever. And I was like, I do not remember this. And Daniel Stern's character gets caught knocking up his fucking co-worker. (laughs)
2: Let me ask you this real quick. Would you be warm to a City Slickers 3? Same cast? Yeah.
1: Mm, uh, yeah. No. Yes. (laughs)
0: Clearly said, to blave.
2: <laughs> go ahead, Nate. Hello. Uh,
0: I got one that's kind of along that lines of, I've watched it recently. It used to be, when I was a kid, this was one of my favorite movies. It's called Gone Fishing.
2: Yeah, Gone Fishing. You know about with, with Danny Glover and Joe Pesci. Yes. Nice.
0: Danny yeah. Glover and Joe Pesci, they find a map to treasure. I can't remember why, but they take this trip. They're like older dudes taking a fishing trip to go find this treasure. And I remember as a kid, it was hilarious to me. And I've watched it when I'm older, and it's awful. Oh my god! Yeah,
1: isn't it funny when you see stuff like that? You're just like, why did I used to think this was so good? Richie Rich. Oh, the that Sandlot. was my movie.
0: Blank check. I'm oh, I love. Yeah, hold blank on, hold check. on. Let's uh, let's stop naming some of these because okay, these are cause family these are going friendly. On. That's true.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm in the family friendly yeah. category.
0: <laughs> There's a lot of them. Yeah,
2: you know who I hope is family friendly who Larry Weir Ugh. I feel like he is he's gotta be Larry chime in what was your favorite 90s comedy right uh, I know I, I, bet you, I bet you did some score on something
1: I wonder Teen Witch I can't remember if that came out in the 90s or was the 80s I'm
2: 89 gonna... ooh, ooh so
1: close so yeah, Larry, what's your favorite 90s comedy? Yeah,
2: and it's know. Like I said before, it's not like we're missing them. We just didn't have room. So if you're listening right now and you were absolutely burning in your car about the movie we didn't put on, that's going to be your number one. Chime in. Talk some shit. We'll yeah, talk some quit, shit back.
1: You know what? Quit pussyfooting around and write in on the Instagram. Yeah, quit snatchfooting
2: around. Yeah.
3: I will make a Top that! Top that!